on, everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Niggas wanna try. Niggas wanna lie. Then niggas wonder why. Niggas gonna die. All I know is pain. All I feel is rain. How can I have my tame when mash it on my brain? Chee. I resort to violence. Uh. My niggas moving silent. Like you don't know what our style is. New York niggas the wildest. Yep. I might have to show niggas how easily we blow niggas. Let me find out that's some more niggas. That's running with your niggas. Chee. Nothing we can't handle. Breaking off with this mantle. Light up like a candle. Just because I can't stand you. Uh. Put my shit on tapes like we busting grapes. Uh. Think you holding weight? Well, you haven't met the apes. Hey, Woo. stop. Drop. Drop. Shut them down, open up shop. Hey, oh, no. That's, That's how Premium Pete rolls. Okay, okay, hey. you mixing up like yeah, that? Yeah, I gotta mix it up for you. That's how Miss Lissa rolls. Ow, you What's know. up, girl? Ow, another show. Listen, oh my God, another one. I never, sometimes I think like, man, who the fuck knows if I'll be back for another one? Yo, you always say that. Is it because you're not drinking water? No, nah, no, nah, it's not even that. It's not even that. I'm trying to stay healthy, but more so it's just sometimes I think like, you know, life is, you know, so busy and you never know what happens in life. And I just worry a lot. I don't know why. I think that you're an overthinker. I am. I and am. I think that's one of your downfalls. I mean, I think it's a gift and a curse because sometimes overthinking can cause you to make sure that things are okay. But then sometimes it causes you to make things like too crazy. Like you're questioning things that are just going to be like, it is what True. it is. Go with the flow. Sometimes when I think too much, I can't even have good sex. I'm telling you, like, like, like but, but the, here, when you say gift and curse, I'm going to give you an example. Yes. When I think too much, I can have sex for two hours. <laughs> no problem. Right. But the problem is, while I'm having sex, I'm not thinking about sex. I'm thinking about, uh, d- did I send that email off? Do I have to, uh, uh, wh- how much money I need this week? Right. Uh, I'm thinking of cookie dough, ice cream, uh, Ben and Jerry's. I'm fucking with it. You know, I'm thinking, did I put the Thin Mints in the freezer? And I'm thinking also if I if I finish the zoo that I DVR the episode of zoo that I DVR. I'm the same way. Like I overthink all the time, especially during sex. Like what I've noticed is I think we need to bring back the sexologist mm-hmm. because now that you're saying you have that same issue, because I've actually been going back and forth with her on the on the text. Yeah. Because well, I'm trying I'm, to figure out what's holding my orgasm back. Well, I enjoyed the episode with her. And internets that haven't listened to that episode, I don't remember which one it is, but it's a sexologist episode. And it really, she threw me for a loop because I would have liked to have her longer. But, but we, But, you know... It, sometimes you get an episode and you don't know what it's going to be. But I, I really enjoyed the way she came in. And she had that sexy voice. And she came in with no panties. And, you know, she made me get into pervert Pete a little bit, you know. <laughs> and I was a little worried. But for the most part, you know, that was a good episode. And you know what was a good episode? Even with Mr. Flawless last week. That was a great episode. I, 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 liked, I liked bringing somebody different. And you know what, Miss This is the dopest thing. I think when you, especially, there's so many podcasts out here. Mm-hmm. So first of all, Internet, we appreciate you for putting us in your ear holes and listening to us. But more so, you know, the thing I'm trying to get to is that really just diversify stuff. And I think that people can't see that shit until you show them it. Right. You know, like like, like when you say, like, oh, Premium Beat got a podcast, if they they see or hear three episodes, they already picture what it is. Not knowing that, you know, you got to hit them with the little, you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what gap this is. And, And, you know, just... Next thing you know, when you start bringing in all different types of people, right. whether that be hip-hop, jewelry, 
you know, uh, uh, um, entrepreneurs, tech people, athletes, you know what I mean? You don't, whatever it is, internets, I, I want to have all walks of life, all friends, all people, all conversations. So whoever listens to this show will get not only laugh, because honestly, I'll be honest with you, a lot of us, uh, um, you know, deal with busy lives and shit like that. We need to fucking laugh. We have to. So we're going to make you laugh. And not only are we going to make you laugh, we're going to make sure you ain't fucking depressed. And then on top of that, we're going to make sure you learn something from a motherfucking episode. At least one thing. And then you're also going to probably say, yo, Pete, he's wild. Or Miss Lissa, she needs to smoke a blunt. I seen someone write that you need to smoke a blunt. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. On Stop reading episode. the comments. Right now, sometimes, you, you know, I fucks with the comments, you know? I, fucks I with can't it. read the comments because that's part of my overthinking. Like, that's part of the reason why, like, my brain goes crazy. I rarely, if I ever read the comments, it's by accident. Really? Yeah, like I never read the comments because first off, I I listen to the podcast on my app. Shout out to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. But if you go through like the like on your actual like desktop or your laptop, that's when you can see like people's comments. And if I ever read a comment, it's by mistake. It's because I'm on my 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 computer or something. One thing I really love, and and it's been out for so many years, and and you know I re- I still love it to this day is Twitter. I love the the, the direct response. I love how. People, you know, uh, interact with podcasting. Throughout my years of podcasting, I really fuck with uh, Twitter and the sense of, like, how it reaches people and people are able to interact with you. But more so, you know what, Miss Lisa, let's tell people right now. We're going to open up a segment, mm-hmm. okay? This segment, what's it called? Ask Pete? Ask Pete. I mean, people say you're the internet therapist, and then I'm just, like, a know-it-all, so... Miss, well, m- Miss Lisa knows. Hello. So how, how, let me break it down for the fucking internets. Internets, let me tell you something, okay? You... If you're going through anything, okay, if you're going through a baby mama problem, if you're going through you, you, your wife haven't had sex with you, you're getting divorced, or if you want to speak to Miss Lissa, maybe uh, you're bleeding through your tampons, you've got a heavy uh, period, uh, some of the ladies out there, or you're pregnant, or you want to know how to get your man to love you again, or keep the fire burning, or whatever, you're a single dad, whatever, let me tell you something, any issues you're going through, anything you want to ask, okay, email the premium Pete show at gmail.com. Again, that's the premium Pete show at gmail.com. Email in the subject put ask Pete and just write about who you are, what's going on. And you know, we're gonna read it off on the episode and basically uh, you know give you some advice. Like like if I'm if if I've been called like years ago we were gonna do this uh shit with the Combat Jack show uh, where this ask Pete thing and uh, I put it out there but it really didn't we, we didn't get a chance to do it. But but the internet therapist is is, is me, Premio, uh, the God. And when you send something in, I'm going to give you a prescription. Right. And you guys don't have to worry because we're not going to disclose your names or your email handles. We're going to be no, very never discreet. That. And we're just going to read them. We actually do have one. And this is part of the reason why we're going to do this. Because randomly someone sent us an email. Really? Because, yeah. Okay. So it says... Hey, Premium Pete, I think the podcast is dope. Congrats, bro. You and Lissa work well together, and I wanted to ask y'all opinion on something. I work as a cashier at a store and left my jacket in a cubby under the registers. One of my coworkers put a cup of coffee in there and accidentally spilled it on my jacket. She only offered to pay half, but I think she should pay for the whole cost of cleaning it, which is $50. What do y'all think? $50 to clean that fucking jacket? It might be like... What the like fuck is silk that? Silk or leather or something. Fucking uh, microfiber jacket? What the fuck's this guy wearing? A fucking <laughs> snorkel? Um, first of all, offering to pay half is kind of corny. That To me, that's corny. But... um. $50 to clean a jacket? Is that, is that how much they go for? Yeah? Okay. It depends on 
what the stain is. So it's, it's coffee. So it mm-hmm. smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And it's knowing this person is probably like you know it's milk or maybe even if it's black, that's not good. And if yeah. it's like on a leather or if it's denim. That might be hard to get out. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. If it's an accident and she offered to pay for it, but pay half, I don't know. That's kind of like, yeah, like, you know, if you spilled it, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, I look at it. I mean, how, what do you look at it? I mean. Well, I, first of all, you're not even supposed to be having beverages by the registers, right? So go tell your manager, and I bet you they're going to pay that whole thing. Done. Episode three, snitches get stitches. Stitch, this stitch. I'm snitch, snitch, snitching because you're going to get this jacket clean. I think they should pay the whole cost. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? I mean, what is Let ha- me decide that I'm that it's yeah. only half. Like, you say no. Like, if Pete, if I spill something on Pete's um, sneakers, I will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me pay for it. And then you say no. You know what? Just give me half. That's for you to decide. Yeah, that's not for you to decide. Yeah. You know, I tell you, a girl like that, I don't trust her. Because imagine <laughs> she be like, yo, um, I'll give you a half a blowjob, um, but that's about it. Like, that means she's not putting Bitch, I right. bought asparagus and steak for you tonight, okay? <laughs> Fuck you talking about. You better give me the box. Everything. Yeah. Fuck that. I'll give you that creme brulee. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, this happened at work, so you know this person has a job. So you know two things. A, where they work. Mm-hmm. And B, where they work. So you need to either have your homegirls roll up on this bitch and no, no, get no, your no, money no, 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 no. Listen, the just, right way, or just let her know that when that check comes, you're going to garnish you, it. Listen, th- listen you, uh, well, you say listen, okay? I'm going to give you both ways to say it. I'm going to give you the nice <laughs> way, and I'm going to give you the, the, premium, uh, uh, the premium Pete way. So the, so the premium, Pete bay, uh, premium Pete way would be like this. Listen, bitch, okay? Pay for my motherfucking jacket before I snuff you right upside your fucking head, okay? And uh, if you don't pay for it, I'm going to take your jacket and your boyfriend's. Okay? Done. Okay? See? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Project okay? Pete. Yeah, thank you. That's a hood. Now, That's the nice the way would be like, uh, excuse me, um, I don't think half makes any sense. So, um, you know, and I know this ain't something that's going to happen all the time, so I would appreciate if you just take care of this. So, you know, we straight, like, you know, because this, this is my jacket and, you know, it, right. it, it was your coffee. Very okay? diplomatic. Yeah, presidential very diplomatic. Pete. And I'll be honest with you, take the presidential Pete way because I'll be honest with you, when you start acting like that, people, you know, sometimes they don't listen to it. And then you got to get more rah-rah. And you don't need to do that because, you know, I don't want you to spend any type of time in jail or central bookings for, for a coffee stain jacket. <laughs> so be easy, my, my dude. Be easy. But anyway, listen, internet. We want... don't even know that's a guy or girl. If it's a girl, they should just fight. Well, whatever it is. But uh, put the Vaseline on your face and come out yeah. and, and, and what's up? I'm just joking. Um, get involved with this. Ask Pete. Um, in the subject, put Ask Pete and just... The Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. Email you, emails, whatever you're going through. Or you could even like DM us on uh, Twitter if you feel like it. You know, or Instagram. Yeah, no, like Twitter. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want. Like DM right, us right. if you want. Whatever. If you're feeling real bold, send a video. Just talk to us, and you know. We gave you the email, so yeah, you know. so so get that cracking, and and we'll read it on the show, and and give you some advice, and really help you out with your situation. We want to help people. Yo, you know who's helping people? Pokemon Go, man. Is Yo, it? I, you know, you know what I seen about. Uh, I was at the beach the other day on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I seen about a hundred people in the beach with their phones. And I said, "What the fuck are these people doing? They had their clothes on, no bathing suits." <laughs> Yo, they were like, "Oh, we're trying to get like I don't even know the name of these fucks. What is it called?" Pikachu. That's who's Pikachu. That's the main. Let me tell you I something. Honestly, I never fuck with Pokemon. I, I, and 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 listen, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with fucking with Pokemon. 
But if you fucking running around, and I've seen someone on the news, he was the first person from Brooklyn, so shout out to Brooklyn hometown. He got all the fucking Pokemons or whatever. He, like, cleared everything in the U.S., and they have him on the news. He got, like, a record. How Man, do you do that? What the fuck are you doing? You, that means you got any time to sleep, any time to jerk your bird, any time to eat a slice of pizza. Right. Like, yo, honestly, let me tell you something. Uh, if I'm younger, I'm trying to chase some pussy. I'm trying to chase some money. I'm trying to chase my dreams. I'm not trying to chase no fucking Pokemon. <laughs> so whatever. You know, play your Pokemon. But I'll be honest with you. We need to invest into this shit, Yeah, man. we got to do like something. Like when Just Blaze told us about, you know, the stocks and no more. You know, honestly, Internet, us as a whole, as people, whatever color you are, really, you need to prepare for your future. I was telling my daughter this today. You know what happens? We live in the moment. Mm-hmm. We're talking about credit with my daughter. And I was telling her how some people, like... You'll, you'll, you'll pause, but you'll blow your credit card. You get a $500 limit. Maybe you're young. And you may just blow it all because it's like you don't have it. Right. But the, but the smart thing to do is, is, is to preserve that. I used to tell her, like, you know what the difference is? Some of my friends I grew up with who were more responsible than me, I got the $500 credit card, and I, and, and I went into collections. And my other friend had the $50,000 credit card limit after years later. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't be going buying anything, boo-boo, that you can't afford. Okay, because people get credit cards. I told my daughter because I was explaining to her today, you know, like, yo, if you get a credit card, that doesn't mean that you could buy something. You don't have the money. You can't pay for it. Mm -hmm. But you got to have credit. Growing up all my life in Brooklyn, the way I grew up, just, you know, know, hustling and everything. All I did was always carry around knots of money. So, like, I remember times where I would carry around uh, $5,000 on me. But you know what? That was everything I had. Right. I wasn't into the bank or this or that. So the point I, I was telling her today was like. Yeah, cash is cow, cash is cool, cash is Trump, Right. but you need credit. You need credit to buy a house. You need credit to do things that you can't do at the time. And I was explaining to her, say you, because she, she has a little boyfriend. and, and They and, back together? Yeah, they got back together, please. Oh, my God. Man, be, let me tell you something. Being a parent to a teenage daughter is like being on a roller coaster that goes up and down, but more up. With no fucking seatbelt. But anyway, um, and I was telling her, like, say y'all live together and you wanted to get this TV and it was $4,000. But both of you together make 5000 a month. You could, if you, had, if, you, if, you, if you have a credit card, you could put that on there, Best Buy, hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe zero, uh, f- zero APR. Right. And pay it off. Because you know that you guys make a certain amount a month and you could put aside money each month for that. But if you don't have credit, you would need the whole money to buy that right. TV. So I was trying to explain to her how important it is because live for the moment, but also live for the future. And most kids, I don't want to say mo- most kids, but many people don't have the patience to do that. Right. You know, think about it. When you're young, if you open up a business and people say, oh, you should copyright that or you should, or you should, or you should get an LLC, people may only have $800 to their name. They're like, yo, I- I'd rather just... Keep working keep, and doing my keep, shit. Yeah, and instead of preparing, meanwhile, not knowing how much stuff. that could set them up, yeah. help them, you know, protect That's them. That's what happened to me. What happened? That's why I had to relaunch my website. So oh, MissListenNose.com? It's back up. Uh, uh-oh. And I'm going to be like... Do you have any pictures, like ass shots up there or any pictures of you naked? No. Oh, okay. I'm I sorry. don't. Oh, okay. Crazy thing is that I don't really have a lot of professional photos because I don't like taking pictures. Okay. 
So I'm working. I'm gonna. I'm working on coordinating a couple of photo shoots because I do need some new photos and some headshots and all that jazz. But anyway, so I had my website and I was doing like my blogging thing, not really thinking that anyone was paying attention. And then I let my website domain lapse. Mm. So I was supposed to renew it and I did not. And I was just like not taking it seriously. And then when I was finally ready to renew it, I went to go make my payment, and someone had bought MissileSnow.com. Really? Yeah, and they were auctioning it off for twelve hundred dollars. Holy shit! So I was just like, I had a breakdown, and I remember just crying, like, and just like being so mad at myself for. A not doing what I needed to do, not but, staying on top of right. It. But B like, why did I why did I question myself and second guess myself to not think that it was so popping that someone went and scoop it up? Like you know, like why why sell yourself short? Like why I let it lapse because I didn't think that anyone was paying attention. Yeah, and and and, and you know what? It just goes to show you that we don't appreciate things until we don't have them right. anymore. Sometimes. And I'm glad that you got it back. I'm glad it's up. I hope to see, um, you know, some pictures up there soon of you in the buff. Um, you know, we not should do happening. a photo shoot, me and you in the buff. I'm not, not in the yeah, buff. Yeah, baby. Okay, okay, I'm playing. I'm Nobody want to see your baby remote. I keep telling you that. But Okay, first of all, I told you it's a fucking cable vision remote. Mm-mm. And and I, I, I listen, pause to all the guys listening. I know you don't want to know that I got a cable vision remote. But when the woman check you, sometimes you need to let them know what it's like without no, letting them know what it's like. You know, like if think about it, if you sent a girl a, a, a dick pic, she'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But if you send her a cable vision remote, she'd be like, what's this fuckers? What's this? <laughs> and you'd be like, you, you know what I'm saying, honey? Well, what you, do you, know you know what want I mean? her to send back if you send the cable vision remote? Like what picture should she send? Like, like a donut, you know, <laughs> or, 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 um, you know, like, do you, have you ever sent like a dick pic? Um, yeah, yeah, I have. Not many, not many. Yeah. yeah I, I'm always weary about that. Me too. I still think that, like, you know, growing up, especially being Italian and just growing up and, like, you know, hustling, getting into trouble, I still think that, like, people are tapping phones. Because I grew up around a lot of different guys <laughs> that were they involved are. in all that type of shit. Right. And I still think, like, because, you know, back in the day, I used to talk in code. You know, like, I'd be talking with, hey, John, yeah, what, what happened? Oh, you need... T-shirts. T-shirts? What, the green ones? How how many? Four? Okay. Yeah, I'll see you a little bit. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and even later on, like, even when I get pulled over, and it's funny to even say this because people may say, like, oh, you're white, you know? Uh, you shouldn't have a problem being pulled over. Let me tell you something. That fucking doesn't mean shit because, first of all, I'm Italian. Right. Second of all, I grew up different, and I've always gotten in so much fucking trouble like a knucklehead. So whenever I get pulled over still to this day, even with my lady and my kids, I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, wait, what am I? Oh, shit. I don't got nothing on me. You know what I mean? I still always think. Yeah, I'm always. You know what it is, too? I just, you know, I just don't like being around um, cops. And I don't like being around. Because, you know, I didn't speak. You know, it's funny. Because so many times I spoke about being away. Mm -hmm. And and some people love it. Some people are like, damn, man, that's all he talks about. But I learned so much about my life. And changed my life around. Since I've been in there. To me, I've been an inspiration to people to know you come home, you stay home. Right. But the reason why... And there's life after. Most of them. Most of them. And you know what? There's, they don't do that. So that's why even like, shout out to my man Malik Yoba. You know, I've seen him. We've seen him at where? Cafe Habana? Yeah. You in know. Brooklyn? Yeah. And you know, I was talking with him because he... Wait, know, he got locked up? No, but he he, oh. he knows about just the aftercare of things. Okay. Parenting, jail. You know, right. he, he has like a company that, that that works on stuff like that. And it's important that, you know, that we that we do that for people. Because keep in mind, you know, if you get locked up, 
you may have made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you didn't know what the fuck you were doing, but what does that mean? Somebody gets locked up for two pounds of weed. That's it? Are we supposed to fucking get him out of here forever? Right. You know, is he supposed to stay with a charge if he becomes a productive member of society forever? Right. Like when we had, one time on the, uh, on, on, other show. on the other show, we had the Brooklyn uh, District Attorney. Right. And uh, I was like, yo, I'm home 12, 13 years. Productive member of society. Pay taxes. Uh, had jobs, you know, like like been to multiple schools and mm-hmm. colleges and jails. To You're speak. accomplished now. I still have that charge. Still have a felony, right, for selling drugs. Why can't that go away after ten years? Why can't there be? Why can't there be um, a reward? Right. For, right uh, come on. But whatever, man. Anyway, I don't want to even get into that. But I, what I do no, want... No, that's good, though. We, there's, there's definitely, like, something that needs to be talked about. And even, like, you have certain people who go to jail and are innocent, and then they come home, and how do you, like, live that down? You still have to prove that you're not a convicted felon or not what they said you were, even though you got proven innocent. Well, you know what? That's a great fucking point. Right. Because I brought somebody here tonight. As soon as we go on break, we're going to come back with him. Who knows all about that? Mr. Raymond Santana from the Central Park Five is going to come and join us. And, you know, I really admire this guy and everything he's been through. And I think he could help answer some of those questions for us. And really help those people because, you know, it it, it really happens. Look how many people are in jail. Mm-hmm. And prisons are, you know, they're like a, they're a business for people. More prisons are open up than schools. Right. Why do you think? Because they make money. Even like I remember, they tried to put me in the shock program at an early age, when I was away, it's because like it was a non-violent. Right? Yeah, like a non-violent. I got kicked out because of my Brooklyn attitude. Like, oh, what the fuck's going on over here? Oh yeah, get the fuck out. I was like, holy shit. But anyway, the point I'm making is, you come home early with that. You know why? Because it costs it costs almost fifty plus fifty thousand dollars an inmate mm. every year. So you think about that, fifty thousand dollars. But you know, it's 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 something to think of, man. But like, I think we'll have a lot of good uh, talks with uh, Mr. Santana, you know, <laughs> when he comes back. But uh, other than that, man, you know what I do want to say too, as we we're talking about kids, real quick. I want to end this before we go to the break. But uh, you know, many times I always tell you it's so hard being a teenage parent. You know, a parent, uh, a parent to a teenager. And I think for a long time I would get upset because I would say. I'm losing my baby girl. Uh-huh. I speak to people all over, friends all over, all walks of life that are unfortunately getting divorced and they go through being a separate, you know, co-parenting dad and they ask me a lot of questions and I and, and it wasn't until later on in life where I tell them, like, yo, being a co-parenting, you know, a parent, it's not easy. Right. And then sometimes I, I can't lie to them. It's not easy. It's not at all. You're not there all the time. Right. Especially from the guy's point of view. You're not there all the time. So... It's hard. Like, sometimes I'll text her, where you at? You know, oh, you know that she may not get back to me in time. That would never happen if I was there, living in the house. She would be under my rules. Right. But the point I'm trying to make, too, is from a long time, and I can't believe I did this. And I kept on saying, like, I'm losing my baby girl. She doesn't even want to hang out with me anymore. You heard me say this how many times? Mm-hmm. The other night I was saying to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I'm got to be appreciative for the life that we live and all the memories I shared with my daughter. Because I miss hanging out with her like that. You know, I miss I'm, 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 I miss those moments. But i got to stop saying I miss them and create new those, ones. Yeah. This is a new time. And whatever moments I have, i got to create new ones. So, you know, and it's like weird that I didn't even think like that. I kept on saying, like, I'm losing my girl. I'm losing my baby girl. I'm losing. She's grown, grown up. She don't want to hang out with me anymore. Man, whatever the moments where I cherish them deep within my heart. 
But internets, if you have, if you're going through something like this, you know, just create new memories. And this goes for anything in life. Even when there's so much change going on, very few people stay in the same place forever. Right. There's always going to be change. Even if you're married, you got to think one day, hey, maybe I may get separated. Maybe I may get divorced. Most likely, and it's it's going to hurt and it's going to be tough. But you have to learn to create new memories and be thankful for the memories that you created before them. That was deep. Yes. And you know what? On that, let's take a break. Okay. Let's come back with uh, Mr. Santana. And maybe a little bit of news. A little bit of news? Maybe a little. Okay. Internet, you listen to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Knows. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Ow. Chichi. What's up? It's Mr. Flawless, a.k.a. Six Half God, a.k.a. your jewelry and shit. You're listening to the Mr. Pete Show. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Miss Listen knows? Yeah. Premium Pete, Miss Listen. You did that perfect guess. <laughs> One headed quarter. What's up? It's Mr. Flawless, a.k.a. your jeweler ain't shit, a.k.a. Six Half God. You're listening to Fuck. <laughs> the <laughs> Premium <laughs> Pete Show. And now it's time for the news with Miss Listen Knows and Premium Pete. And we have a special guest. He's here. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me tell you, um, for all this time, when you deal with people on Instagram, mm-hmm. but then also you know them beforehand, you also start calling them by their Instagram fucking name. That's how I'm... So many times, those. listen, many times, uh, but you know what? I said if you're Spanish, you could get away with it. So, Internet, um, you know, when we, when we started to do this episode, when we said, well, you know what we're going to do, what episode is this? Mm-mm. G- give no. me the fucking number. 16. 17, 17. I was just testing you. See, you, you know, you're wrong. No, I was testing you. Internet, we said we weren't going to do numbers because I felt numbers sometimes when you start thinking we'll be here and we'll feel like old people, like, well, episode 212. Like, nah, we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't about to do that. And look what you're doing, old man. Yeah, living. I know. Yeah. Now we're up to episode 17. Nah, but when, I, when we were going to do this episode, I said, you know what? I've been meaning to have my man, Raymond Santana, come up and chop it up with us. But then I said to myself... Santana Raymond and Raymond Santana. But you know what? That's because his fucking Instagram name is Santana Raymond. And and I was like, yo, but with Spanish people, you could just switch their first name to last name. You could do that shit. Like you could call them Carlos Delgado. It could be Delgado Carlos. <laughs> you know what I mean? It don't matter. It, 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 and anyway, when you in the joint, they be calling you by your fucking last name anyway, you know? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to take it there. Like, you know you a last name kind of person anyway. But internet, listen, Raymond Santana's here with us. What up, man? What up? Al. Listen, um, with everything that's going on now, I was like, yo, it couldn't be a better time to have you uh, come up and really just talk. And more so because I've been watching you, you know, as we do in this world, now that we have social media, we get a chance to see people, you know, like do things like meaning like maybe they're going on vacay, maybe they had a new kid, Mm -hmm. maybe they get a new job or a new business. So, you know, I've been seeing my man, and uh, for those that don't know, Raymond Santana is uh, part of the the Central Park Five who um, their case was vacated in 89. You know what's so crazy? A lot of people know about the case, but don't know about it until you explain to them. Yeah. Like, then we have to go back. Because you know what's so crazy? It was that long ago. Yeah. But but what I want to let people know is um, about a, two years ago, we, we did a, an amazing episode on the Combat Jack show with Raymond Santana. So if you want to check that out, you know, definitely go and check that <laughs> out. No, 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 no,
I love that. I love that episode that we did with. Raven. And this is about to be even better. And you're gonna get you're gonna get cliff notes. We're gonna keep you up to speed, and we're gonna have a lot more going on with my man Santos Raymond. No, it's not Santos Raymond. You fuck. <laughs> First of all, I should have brought a blunt for you. I should have brought a blunt to calm you down. No, I'm yeah, just playing. No, I was just. I gotta keep him on his toes because he was talking gibberish. So I had to like bring it back. But we will get to that with you. But before we do that. It's time for the news, and it's going to be some hot topics. You could definitely, like, you know, chime in, and then we're going to take them back to memory lane with the other show. Oh, stop it. Go ahead. Oh, Lord. Now, our first story involves Justin Bieber. You know who that is, right? Yeah, I know. Perfect. Now, He's Justin got, he don't Bieber, got no Bieber fever. His there kid, are, maybe. There's yeah, talks that he's going to star in a film called Uber Girl. And it's based on a pop star. So, of course, they want to have a pop star play in the movie instead of just getting a real actor, but whatever. Now, he said he's all for this movie. However, he's not going to do it unless they take one scene out in which his character, the pop star, has sex with a backup dancer who is a man. Really? Yes. Now... I just wanted to talk to you guys about that and just ask, like, is he bugging? Is he not a real thespian? Or is he right in saying, hey, uh, I'm not doing this? Well, I mean, it all depends, you know, what you your sexual preference is. You know him, Justin Bieber? Absolutely not. No. You don't know? Okay, so. I know his DJ. I didn't mean, like, do you know him personally? Look at you, just mad Hollywood, just dropping okay, names. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pick up the name. What's the DJ's name? No, no, I guess, I guess for me, what I'm saying is that's not something I would do. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it? No, absolutely not. Okay, and what Hell about no. you? Hell no, I would not do that. No? No. But it's just simulated sex. It's not real. It yeah, don't matter. They can simulate it with somebody else. Because here's the thing. For me, you know, ain't nothing wrong if somebody's doing that. We, like I said all the time, we live in 2016, so <laughs> make your love, boo-boo. You know, do, <laughs> do, do whatever you want to do. But that's just not me. And no disrespect to anybody who's doing that, you know. But I'd rather just stay home and watch hentai porn then, you know. Who kind of porn? I told you about this before. Oh, just Lord. Going. Hentai porn. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Search it for you. That's crazy. I'm going to. <laughs> I think what happens is that uh, when you first do your first scene, like let's say I became an actor, my first scene was to do something like a, a gay, mm-hmm. gay, you know, gay, mm-hmm. gay scene, and you get stereotyped as that. Sure. Right. Right. Now when you walk the street, they go, "Yo, you the dude that was bent over there." Right. Sure. Nah, I'm not doing that. That's you don't like, want to get fucked in Oz. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nah, I can't be doing well, that. Well, I mean, well, someone <laughs> did make a point that I mean, Will Smith's first role. Was playing, a, a, I think it was like a homosexual yeah. encounter. But, I mean, that was his first role. So, I mean, at this point, he probably wouldn't do that again. Yeah. And you're right. People going to be looking at Justin like, oh, is this what pop stars do? Yeah. I did look at Tony Which Soprano. Which one of your backup dancers are you rump wrangling? Gandolfini, James Gandolfini, Tony Soprano. He played, a, I forgot what movie it was, but he played a gay uh, guy in one of the movies. And I was like, it was so weird for me to see just him be like a, a crazy mob guy and then go from this gay guy. But I was like, yo, from a from a talent part, I was like, damn, dude is talented. That's yeah. where sh- your real talent shines through. I mean, at the end of the day, the whole point of being an actor or an actress is to embody something that is not of you. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence because I feel like if you really want to take acting seriously, then, I mean, you kind of should be open to certain things. But in, a, in another breath, it's like, I don't have to do it. I'm I'm already Justin Bieber. Yeah, but if your career doesn't pop off and you don't make a hundred million and you still back in the hood, they're gonna clown you every day. Yeah. That's true. That but he, true. Yeah. you can't be you, tough. You, 
you're going to be known as Dick Sucking James. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. like on power. Like, if I ever saw Angela in real life, I might cuss her out. Really? Because she's such a great side bitch that turned main bitch that when I see her, all I think about is my blood boiling as this Latina just steals this black man from his family. So if I see her, I might curse her out. Like uh, Chicks, take lessons. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I definitely support, like, that when it comes to, like, just, like, the fans yeah. being too neurotic. What now, else we got? Speaking of neurotic fans, okay. another Justin was in the news because he got slapped by a fan. So Justin Timberlake was at a golf tournament, and as he walked by, a fan got a little too excited and, well, he said the fan slapped him. I looked at the video. The fan did, like he said, got a little too excited. He just wanted to touch Justin, but in touching him, he grazed his face. Justin got really upset. was like, why did you do this? But he didn't want to press charges. He just wanted the guy to leave. But the guy was like, I'm not leaving. I'm just a crazy fan. It got a little too crazy. But he did end up getting escorted away by the cops. Really? Yes. For what? For for for, for touching on Justin. Yeah, but he didn't give him a crack or smack. Him. It doesn't matter. The guy got he got crazy when the cops came because he was like, I don't want to leave, and he got crazy. So, so he, he got, got fanned out. He got arrested for disorderly conduct. Really? Yes. He got too turned up. What the fuck, man? He mm-mm, he wasn't bringing sexy back. He brought crazy well, <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you, man. You know, um, growing up in Brooklyn, like I said, I few and far many moments ever got starstruck. But I think there's some people who say, hey, listen, I don't really get starstruck, but for certain people, maybe that happens. But maybe that Justin Timberlake was was the person for him. Or was this, maybe, a, this is a guy, right? This is a guy. There's been a lot of crazy fans doing crazy things. So some fans of Drake went to Joe Budden's house yeah. and decided that they were going to, I guess, handle the beef. And it turned into him kind of like chasing them down. Yo. And all of these crazy memes. Like, so fans have been just doing all types of nonsense. Yeah, but you know week. what the sad part about it is? And for some reason, I don't know why I'm thinking like, yo, this this could be all some mastermind put together by Joe Budden that he fucking made this shit happen. Because those people were fucking super pussies. And they showed the easiest lesson of like, yo... Let's do something dumb because we're on the internet, and then let's look at real life in the face. Because Button with yo, that picture of him with the rocks coming with his yo, face to the sunroof, yeah. yo, that shit is hysterical, yeah. man. Like yo, and the dude's like, close the window, hurry up, what are you doing, motherfucker? What do you think is gonna happen? You come to somebody's house, motherfucker? <laughs> like yo, if this was Texas, motherfuckers would shoot you. Right? The fuck are you doing? You know you that was right Aknod and fucking and fucking Steve, <laughs> Neil and Bob want to roll up on Joe Button. The only thing that sucks is like. Well, it doesn't suck. I say it's it's probably a good thing because they were not really about that life. And you could tell. So it did actually show a lesson. Like, listen, motherfuckers, you know, you want to do shit like this, you know, be careful because this is real life. Yeah, and Joe Buttons will pump, 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 pump it up. Okay? (laughs) So don't think that he don't have guns. He's focused, man. So Listen, I'll tell chill you, out. You know, it, it was funny, and, and for the internet, it's like, you know, we need something to keep us laughing. We, you know, and the reason why I say that for is because we need stuff to distract us, and I think the internet does a, a great job of that every day because there's always some type of fuckery. You know, because when you really look at it, this world is really a crazy world we live in. Yeah. And, and, and what I want to add to uh, your news is when we talk about somebody like, you know, like Charles Kinsey, mm-hmm. you know, like the dude that is sitting there. Where was he, from Florida? You know, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, black dude, hands up in the yeah. air, yeah. autistic kid in front of him, 
That's a, that, so that, that ran away right from the program. Mm-hmm. Dude is a, a counselor, um, trying to help the autistic kid. You know, I have autistic uh, uh, nephews, so I know all about it. You have an autistic reflection. What the fuck? What does that mean? That you you autistic? <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna get mad at you on that one. I'm not gonna get mad at you on that one. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, don't interrupt me like that again. Especially with that dumb bullshit. But um, no, I have autistic nephew, so I know I know all the you know what it is, and and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just crazy to me of what this world is going through. And then you look at like you know the cop shoots him, and then all of a sudden you know. Um, and he asked him, why Why did you shoot me? I don't know. Yeah. And then they turn out, they say, oh, we're going to shoot the autistic kid. And then I seen a clip of the video where they actually were behind, like they were like they were in war. Like they were behind, they had the gun popped up on the, on, on, on the uh, cop car. And, and then supposedly, these are all just pieces I'm putting together. And then they cuffed him yeah. after they shot him and then let him bleed for 20 minutes. So what the fuck? Like, honestly, and I, I mean, I'll let Raymond answer this, mm-hmm. even though I know you don't know exactly, but what the fuck is going on here? You know, I think that um, it, it starts with these agencies, right, that, you know, you, you look at when you look at our mayors, right? It started with Giuliani, right, mm-hmm. where he started cracking down on quality of life crimes, and then Bloomberg came in after him, right? And he started to give these agencies, like the police department, you'll see NYPD, he started getting multi-billion dollar budgets. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to build a small army. And so what happens with that comes power. Right. And so the, those that are top that are at the top who make these rules, policies and procedures, they're the ones who run everything. These guys, these police officers just got to follow protocol. They, you know, you got to get these quotas in. They're under a lot of pressure, but they don't care about that because it's all about statistics. It's all about the numbers. You got to make that budget. You got to show these numbers in order to get it. And what happens is that these dudes aren't even getting proper training. Right. They start to really get afraid. You see all these shootings going sure, across the United, you know, the, the country. And these guys are going into situations where they don't really know what to do. They don't have enough training. In environments that they've really never been in. Exactly. Like the guy in Brooklyn, you know, yeah. the agent officer yep. who walked in there and, you know, he, you know, he lets off a shot and it ricochets off the wall yep. and it kills a Kari Gurley, you know. And so it's like, you know, this was a rookie and you put him in East New York in the projects Walking these dark staircases by himself, that's 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 the recipe for disaster. Right, and nobody's looking at that. What I'm sorry because you you said about Bloomberg and Giuliani was Dinkins a good um, mayor? Well, did he do anything to help? I mean, it, it started with them because what happens? I mean, this is this you know it, it this conversation can go on. Right, like you know what happens is that as you start to fill these prison systems with our black and Latino youth Mm -hmm. or men from our neighborhoods and you start to run out, then you start to look at, well, where's the next source going to come from, right? Prison system holds about, what, 65 to 70,000 in New York State. And when you start to fill those jails, then who's going to be the next one to fill them once your your quantity runs low? Mm -hmm. And so now you start to look at these low-level crimes. Right? You got to keep pushing people through the system in order to build statistics, in order to get budgets. Mm. So it started with Giuliani where he started to uh, crack down on these quality of life crimes. You jump turnstile to catch you pissing in the corner. Those are summonses. Now they're sending you through the system. Right. Right. And then Bloomberg came in and Bloomberg started to give the police force billion dollar budgets. Not one billion. We talking about three billion, three point four, three point five billion where they start to build a small army. Right. They have an they have an artificial intelligence that's worth over one hundred million dollars that all they do is they punch in what your description looks like. And it zeroes in. 
right through the cameras and they can zero in on somebody that looks like you or you. So, you know, this, this stuff. And then they sit there and they say, well, we do this for terrorism, right? So as long as you put the fear in the public, mm -hmm. the public will let you do that. We need more police. More police means bigger budgets, right? And that's, that's how it grows. Who was the uh, mayor when, in 1989 when, when you... Um... <sighs> I don't even remember. That's a long That's a good. I, I, we got to find that out. Oh, it was uh, Koch. Oh, Koch. Yeah. That's right. You're right. It was Koch. It was Koch. How am I yeah. doing? And, 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 and how was he with, with your charge? You no. Know? Koch was, you know, Koch was basically, um, you know, we're guilty. Yeah. At the end of the day, he bought it hook, line, and sinker. You know, remember, there were 400 articles written about us within the first two weeks of this case. Yeah. Dissecting the lives of 14 and 15-year-old kids. So, I mean, everybody bought it. You know, he's the one you see in the film when he's like, you know, when the, when when the grandmother says, "But he's a good boy." Yeah. Don't you believe it? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I tell you, for those who haven't seen it, the Central Park documentary, it was on Netflix. It ain't on there no it's more. It's not there. And they took my fucking uh, Daniel Tiger. My son likes that shit. I don't even know. I'm like, where did shit go? It took away Central uh, Central Park, <laughs> and it took away Daniel Tiger. What, what happens with something like that with Netflix? Is it just they just have a right for about a year or something like that? Yeah. Because okay. I was like, I was kind of upset too. Because we, it was a five star film, yeah. right? It had high ratings, and they said it ran its course. That was it. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, who anybody who hasn't seen it, I suggest that you go and check it out. Uh, I'm sure it's available like uh, yeah. other places. Still on Redbox. You can sure. still buy the DVD. Sure. But uh, for anyone who's just listening and needs like a quick like synopsis of what it was. It was like uh, 1989. 1989. A woman went jogging in Central Park. Yeah. She got attacked. Yeah. She could not re recollect anything. Mm -hmm. And instead of them, I guess, investigating that, they took like five random children. Well, they took more. They took, it, all together, it was about 40 kids that actually, during the course of, you know, maybe a week or some months, right. who they interrogated or, or they questioned and we became the five who were the most vulnerable right. because we never been involved with the system before. And then they basically coerced you or made you guys think that the other guys were implicating you. So then you would then blame someone else, and then little like I guess like you guys uh, confessed because they kind of like made you saying like if you want to go home, say you did this. Correct. And what was you guys, that guy's name? That that. Uh... That was, that piece of shit fucking prosecutor. What's his name? Oh no, it's, no. It well, it this was, was um, like cops, right? No, yes, yeah, the cops. But the the, uh, the prosecutor was Linda Fairstein and Elizabeth Lederer. Yeah, and there was a guy that we kept on uh, interrogating. Robin oh well, Robin, Robin Morgenthau was the DA at the time. Okay, okay, yeah. And yeah. you you kids didn't even know each other. Like it was kind of like just like randoms, and they kind of made it seem like you guys were friends or like a group or a gang who decided to attack this woman, but. That's not even what happened. Yeah. And then they just made you, like, did they, it was on video confessions, right? So yeah. they made you guys confess on tape, and then you just went to jail. Like, that. it was just that easy, like, no DNA to prove it. The woman didn't even, like, point any of you guys out and say, yeah, it's them. That's but correct. just off of them making you confess, that was just enough. And you were children. That's correct. That's correct. And, you know, when you put these videotapes and you put them on TV and people see them for the first time, you know, all you're hearing is what you perceive to be the facts. Right. Right. And, and you know, that's very hard for for somebody to come back and say, well, we ain't do it. Right. Everybody's like, no, you said you did it. Yeah, that, That's not it. sticking. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? You know, listen, and this is something that uh, the audience could definitely understand or not understand, even if they're younger. 1989. OK. A white lady mm -hmm. raped. Beaten almost to death, right? Correct. 
um, they were going to stick it on somebody. Right. You know, and, and they're not letting somebody just get away with that. Not saying they would do that uh, today. But they would. No, no, but no, no, I don't mean that. Meaning not saying that they wouldn't do that today, but meaning like it was more so in that time. I think it was like like very, very like, you know, I, I don't think they would believe anyone. And just because of, I remember 1989 and it wasn't a pretty time, yeah. especially in race. You know, mm-hmm. like I just remember because keep in mind, I always tell people I grew up in Coney Island until I was about 13. Then I moved to uh, uh, Bensonhurst, more so Bay Ridge area. It was totally different. Mm. So so all these people who, you know, like like when you look at somebody like a Trump, when you look at somebody like a Koch, when you look at they may have never said it. You can't say it. these people are definitely racist. And and racist doesn't mean only to a point where it's like to a point where they think like, hey, these guys had to do it because they're this color or because that's what they do. Right. That's how they fucking thought. That's how I remember, like, you know, even growing up, I remember people's uncles in the neighborhood were like, yeah, 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 they, 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 that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. How long after they, I guess, made you confess did you go to jail? Oh, right away. Like, after that, like, you go through the bookings, and then after that, you're in the detention center. And and I know it took 12 years for the actual person to come forward and say, hey, it was really me, and then DNA proved that that was him. Yeah. How So you were in jail for... No, I was in jail for about seven years. Wow. And then, and then you know, uh, growing up in the system and then coming home and then trying to adjust, and I couldn't adjust, I went back and forth to right. jail. You know, because at that time, it, it's you know, not easy. I was a different person. It's not easy to go when you come home, and especially being such a young kid, you know? Yeah. Let me ask something. Um, did you enjoy the uh, baked chicken on Sundays? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Dude, the, the only reason I say that for is because when I look at uh, something like the Central Park Five and, 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 and especially Raymond and, and shout out to Yusuf and, you know, who I met multiple times before, and, and I really uh, admire these dudes and more so because I'm so happy that e- e- even though, you know, people don't understand a day in jail is too much. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, um, you know, I'm so happy that at least it was vacated. And even though they lost a lot, they could never get that time back. You know, I went to jail because I was a knucklehead. I didn't go to jail because it was a mistake, you know, and it wasn't me. So, you know, I look at them with even more regard, you know. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think that when we look at something like this, we have to have some type of humor. And even though, you know, even somebody like me, you know, I grew up and, you know, I loved certain type of Italian food, certain type of pizza. So when I went to jail, I used to complain about the food. Yeah. They used to come and tell me, like, you got a fucking problem? Don't eat, you know? Because I, I was so used to eating. Listen, you know, Grandma used to make the lasagna, you know, it was beautiful. What the fuck am I eating here? Chili con you know, fucking <laughs> beef patty. You know what I mean? Take the butter, put yeah, it on the bread. bread yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but that, uh, on Sundays, I was so used to eating pasta. But they had that baked chicken. Yeah, that baked and I chicken. got used to it. So I guess I'm trying to say is you get used to your environment. That's true. And out of nowhere, I just found myself almost somewhat institutionalized while I was in there. Thank God I was able to break it when I came home. But even like I was telling you, you know, when you come home, a lot of these kids that come home, there's no aftercare. You know, that's why, you know, I really want to write a book. um, And I guess I should stop talking about it just do it. But come home, stay home, man. Something that I feel like I did. And something that I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of other people have done. But there's really no lesson for other people who come home. Because it's like, you know, keep in mind, I came home with a certain amount of people. Like, we all met at the parole office when we go every... And then every one of them went back. Yeah. I'd be in the elevator with them going down. They're like, man, I'm going to pick up this kilo coke. Man, fuck that. Man, I'm going to club tonight. Get my dick sucked. And I was like, 
in my mind, I was like, yo, I'm going home and I'm watching fucking, uh, 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 you know, a DVD. Like, I bought mad DVDs, man, at that time. Yeah. You know? How old were you when you came home the first time? I was 21, 21. So, yeah, so you, were like, had to, like, try to adjust to, what year was it? This was, uh... 90, 1995. Okay, so that's now it's like niggas with the attitudes, right? So yeah. now you like, they like fuck the police and you're coming into like a rebellious times and you're probably had like a little chip on your shoulder, like yeah, very angry. Definitely. So how did you deal with that? Um, You know, uh, you know, I came home with that. The young boys, they grown up now, mm-hmm. they're out there getting money. You know, they looking at you like, who you? You know, <laughs> you, you got to re- reestablish yourself yeah. in the neighborhood, right? Um, And I did that by just analyzing and see who does what and how they move. But, you know, thinking that I was going to be able to be successful, right, because I came home with a college degree, right, and and I had a whole new outlook on life, but then I got hit with the all the parole. Like I was on parole. Right. So there was a 7 o'clock curfew. I had to register as a sex offender, right? I had to attend sex offender meetings, right? I was considered level three. So... The way that I move, I had to walk on eggshells, right? If I dated, you know, I didn't date too much. Because you don't want to explain that. Exactly. And if you had kids, I don't want to be around your kids. You know, it it, it was oh, it was just a, like the reality was hard. Yeah. And then that's where I was like, you know what? I can't. I can't. It's going to be hard to try to function in society. Were you after, like, being that they did put you guys in jail? You pretty much met these guys in jail. Yeah. And did you stay in contact with them when you guys got out, kind of like a brotherhood where you can kind of, like, have someone to lean on? Yeah, well, no, you know, because because I didn't know these guys, you know, we, we rode each other constantly mm-hmm. in jail, but I came home first, right. and then they came home after me. When they came home, I was on my way back, Damn. right? So, so you know, like, Antron, he moved down to Maryland. Kevin was still in Harlem. Yusuf went down to Atlanta. So they kind of, like, split up. Corey was still in prison. So... Why you know, did you guys all get different times? No, no, we all got the same time. But what happened was that they all they got bailed out. I never got bailed out, oh. so my time kept running. They had stopped, so, so I was the first one to come home. So, so who? So for those that don't know, the the Central Park Five consists of you, Raymond Santana. Yeah. Who else? Yusuf Salam. Yep. Kevin Richardson. Yep. Corey Wise and Tron McRae. And all these guys got two of them got got longer time, right? Well, uh, uh, you, uh Corey did. So we got a five to fifteen year sentence, and then we got five to tens. Okay. Why, so, did, why was his longer? Because he was older. He was sixteen. Oh. Yeah. So he got tried as an adult. He got tried as an adult. So now that um, that you have been proven innocent, have all of those charges and the sex offenders and all those things, have they been taken off of your name? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is clear. Like like in the beginning, it, we still had to make sure the lawyers double check because right. sometimes guys went for certain jobs and then it popped up. And that should not happen. And it shouldn't happen, but they cleared it though, so we was good. So that all you know that all has to do with. Would you say the documentary helped? The, you know that all happen. One hundred percent. Like because, you know, this was we was exonerated in, in two thousand and two, right? And they mm-hmm. still had these crazy headlines saying don't exonerate us. Um, we still guilty, and and it was a whole. It was a year-long process before we got exonerated, mm-hmm. right? And then we filed a lawsuit, and then that was another battle, and that took us 10 years. Damn. So we were still fighting the system, you know, and the system was still saying we were still guilty. You know, we, there was over close to 100 depositions, and these police officers, prosecutors, even the commissioner, Ray Kelly, are going to these depositions, and they're still saying we guilty. But why would they say that when a person came forward and said, first of all, she only said one person. 
That's one. Well, and the DNA match. And the, the DNA, DNA match. And the lady only said she was attacked by one person. So just you pulling five out of that is wrong in itself. And then for that one person to come forward and say, okay, I did this, and his DNA matched. So what are you still, like, coming down on these people for? Because it's easier to stick to a, a narrative. It's, e- it's easier to say, to stick to your guns instead of saying, well, you know what? Maybe they didn't do it. Because then you got to apologize. They just didn't want to apologize, right. Yeah, they didn't well, and then, well, also, that means there's a crack in the system. Oh, and they don't ever want that to happen. There's mad cracks in the system and mad... I'm not going to say the other word. But... <laughs> um, didn't... Uh, what's his name? With the, the toupee. Didn't toupee Trump say some negative things about you guys? Yeah. And even, I guess, what he well, said, that they should be like... Well, the death penalty. First yeah. of all, the piece of shit Trump... Who I can't believe was sitting here today. Who would have a fucking thought that he'd be running for president? How do you feel candidate? about that? <laughs> Listen, you know, I shake my head every day about that. You know, um, but this is a guy who, you know, he has put out numerous businesses. They all fail. Filed for bankruptcy over five times. I mean, Bloomberg has shown you the, pr- the blueprint on sure. how to win an election. Right. You, you flood it with cash and, and you tell people that you don't, you're not here for the money. Right. You're just here to do a job. And he has done that. Like at the end of the day, I tell people, I say, if this man is elected president, when he's finished his term, watch how much money he done made. Right. Because he's a businessman. He's not really a politician. Exactly. He's going to kill us with Trump everything. And he's going to make billions of dollars just like Bloomberg did. Bloomberg came in his first year. He's worth about seven billion dollars. He left at 22. Um, that's the crazy smokescreen. The yeah. guy didn't do nothing. Yeah, and he said, I'll take a dollar. I took yeah. a dollar. And, yeah. and he allegedly rolled the train, but I never saw him there. <laughs> but that's the smoke screen. If you sit there and you tell people, oh, look, I'm only going to take a dollar, they're, you already won them over. And then you just throw cash around and you reverse pay to play, which is what he did, mm-hmm. right? And so now everybody's like, oh, he's a good guy. He's here to really do something. And behind, you know, he's, all his businesses is flourishing. And yeah. he leaves out with all this money. Yeah. You know, that's how he's able to buy it, a third it's, term. It's the crooked system, but they're worried about everybody else. Exactly. You know, speaking about Donald Trump, and, uh, you know, for those that don't know, back when that case happened, he took out many, many uh, ads yeah. in the newspaper for the death penalty for you guys. That's correct. For, that, for, for, for the Central Park Why Five case. Why was he going yeah. so hard? Well, he paid, he paid, he paid about $89,000 for the ads, mm-hmm. you know, calling for the death penalty. For the Central Park Five. For us, for us, yeah. But but when, even when it was vacated, even when they found out that it wasn't you guys, yeah. Why do you think? I know I know I spoke to you before um, that you said that. Uh, I remember you having a meeting with somebody yeah. in the Trump camp. Yeah, yeah. A- explain us to what, what happened. Well, you know he went, Well, that. you know what happened was that he um he uh, uh you know when we when we when we settled with the city. You know, he was out in the Daily News, and he said that this was the biggest heist in New York City history. Yeah. Right? Not, not 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 the things he has done. Yeah, not the, the things he has the, done. But but the Central Park Five, five yeah. kids who, who had to go away to jail at, as young kids, lose their fucking life, lose time. Yeah. And, and, and the it's, whole childhood I mean, Even it, your mom passed away yeah. while you were in she there. Away when I was in prison. You know, I mean, I mean no, no, no. He, he he's he's doing the best thing he could do for Trump, right? Is that what he's doing? Because it, it's just <laughs> funny how he says it's a heist. Meanwhile, he think about all that. First of all, anybody involved in steel, window, uh, uh, glass, or that's a fucking heist. Yeah, he, he's yeah. got to be fucking uh, so connected with fucking Tony Gumbats. <laughs> this guy's a fucking criminal. Yeah, he, no, definitely. You know what I mean? But no, but it's like that all gets swept. Yeah. Right under the fucking rug. Yeah, it all gets swept under the rug because this guy is worth all this money and, and he sits there and, he, you know, he, he gets, he used to, not no more, but he used to get a hold of our rappers, right, and our actors and he takes these photo ops with mm-hmm. him. And then now he has a hood pass where he's, you know, he's certified. Sure. 
you know. And now they all kicking themselves in the butt. Yeah. Like why, all of them. Why do you think uh, Trump never ever apologized? Because he's it's the arrogance. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he feels he doesn't have to. He said that he never he never apologized for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the arrogance and and at the end, of, you know, what you're going to do. Yeah. What was the turn for you? Because you came home and you were still kind of like trying to adjust. So you were still doing like wild things. But now you're doing like positive things and trying to empower the youth and, and, and do something for the culture. So what made you switch into that mindset? The exoneration, you know, because when, when I came home and I was on parole and, you know, I kept hitting brick walls. Mm-hmm. And so I gave up. And then I went back to selling drugs, right? Because you didn't have to fill out an application. You right. didn't have to do an interview. You didn't have to explain anything. You ain't got to explain nothing, you know? And so I went back to jail, and I was in jail on a drug charge that I was guilty of. And so when the exoneration came, that, I felt, gave me, like, a whole new spin Right, like life. a new start. Yeah, like, it gave me a fresh start. You don't have to explain yourself, and now nah. you're a regular man who's just trying to be progressive in this hard world for a black man. It's still hard for you, definitely, though. Definitely, definitely. How do you feel about in this new times, like you was 1989 and looking at 2016 is not a big difference? Nah, nah, it's not. Well, I mean, what's different? No, nothing. Nothing. Like, you know, the kids, you know, you had the five kids in Brooklyn who got accused of raping the park, yep, yep. right? And and everybody jumped on that. You know, Tony, Herb, Tony Herbert was out there saying they deserve to go to jail, put them under the jail. Yeah, yeah. Then you find out two weeks later they were innocent, yeah. right? They didn't do that. And so, you know, it's nothing. Everybody still jumps... And, and they also have this rush to judgment mm-hmm. without hearing all the facts first. Why do you think no one from, like, your neighborhood or, like, how? why do you think everyone just immediately just was, like, with it? Like, no one was like, no, like, these kids didn't do that. It was just like, oh, yeah, like, these are some hoodlums or whatever. they. Because it was the papers. The papers wrote the most outrageous headlines. Right. And it was being, like, it was being put in people's faces every day. Right? Like I said, there were 400 articles written on us within the first two weeks. Damn. Like, we're talking everything. The four major papers, the time, you know, like, like everybody, wrote articles. everybody wrote articles. And it was all about where we came from, what type of upbringing. Some of those was fabricated, you know, where they told incidents about fights. But they always, that's what they like do. Any, any, anybody, especially now these days, especially anybody like a black dude that gets murdered, they always, this is the most sickest thing to me, is they yeah. bring up, Things like, oh, well, he missed two child support payments That's in 1994. Oh, really? So, yeah, so that makes sense that he should have got shot five yeah. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck? Like, I hate when people do that, and they just fabricate so many stuff. And I think that we live in a world where it's like, that's... That's why nothing changes because people think like that. Yeah. People think like, oh, you know, like, 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 uh, I spoke to, I heard people say like, oh, that guy Alton Sterling, like, what was he doing in front of a, a um, you know, a store selling CDs? You know, you, you see, I've read so many different things online of people saying, oh, he was a thug because he was selling CDs. But he had permission to do that. But, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. People, are, <laughs> people think of things like, here's the thing, and we speak about it all the time. Cops could do a better job with handling people. Yeah. Cops could shoot someone in the fucking yeah. leg. How about that? You know? All and right. It, uh, Get down on, you know, shoot him in the leg. Why kill somebody? Exactly. Right. Why brutal? And here's the thing. I think, yo, we're not getting charged for it. Not, not, ain't nothing going to happen. We're going to be protected by that, that, that line, that seal, that silence. Yeah, we're gonna be prote- Yeah, we're, we're going to be protected. So who gives a fuck? It's true. And that's the first thing that you, you know, with them that they have the right to kill. And mm-hmm. all they got to say is my life was threatened. Mm-hmm. Now it gets to the point where their life ain't even threatened. They still kill you. Mm-hmm. And they still get and, away with yeah, it. Yeah, sure, get away Because they're backed by a powerful union. Right. Yeah. You know, they're backed by a $3 billion budget. Yeah. 
And there's no laws to hold them accountable. At all. The Blue Lives Matter law has been passed. Well, that's mm-hmm. the, the biggest gang in, <laughs> like, in, in the world. Exactly. But they do what they need to do for le- legislation to, like, work for them. Us, I feel like there's just more that we just have to try to do as far as, like, going to Albany and just really making some noise. And I know, like, people do, like, these... 30-minute boycotts or, like, this week or whatever. But, like, in order to really have change, like, you would have to be, like, more diligent in your movement. Like, imagine if the Black Panther was like, okay, we're just going to do this for uh, Friday. We would still be, like, on the plantation. Like, we would be way, way, way more back than we, uh, we are now. But our children now are even more scared. We're even, like, we're scared to say certain things. We want to be politically correct. We don't want to, like, ruffle any feathers. But you have to ruffle from some feathers to get some change. Like, you have to. You just have to. You have to know that this man didn't go to prison and let it be in vain. Like, if we're really going to do something, let's do it. We could talk a good talk, but it's really time to, like, for action. And action is not violence. Action is paper and pen and black and white. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean race. It's all about, like, what are you going to do when you get to your computer or you have to go to Albany or go down to the courthouses? Or, like I said this in the last episode, it's really about just us as a culture, not just black people, all people. Let's, like... Sure, that want, that want the right things. All people that want the and, right things. Yeah, sure. And, and, and we just want an equal life, man. Just yeah. want, you know, like, even look at, you know, like... Uh, uh, the dude in Minnesota, you know, um, you, like that cop just sat there and, and, and you know, let him bleed out and, and, and nothing. It should never be like that. Yeah. You know, you think about it, too. You know, a lot of them are, are scared because they're not in the community yeah. and that, you know, and, and they look at and, and they look at people like it's a threat. You know, it, 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 so if someone's if someone's six foot five, 300 pound black guy, is he automatically a threat to a cop because he's a big dude and he's black? Yeah, that's how they're so then, thinking. Yeah, that's how they're, that's how they're thinking. Like, oh, this guy, oh, he's a problem. Oh, we gotta get him down. Or, or even like, you know, whenever you look at like muscle people, people look at people like, damn, that's a big dude, man. I gotta watch out for that dude. Yeah, most of those dudes fall fucking easy. <laughs> they fall easy because a lot well, of they them, don't even want no problem. A lot of them got right. water. Yeah, a lot of them got water in their muscles too, though. <laughs> but that, that's not built to fight. That's built because they want the women to look at. Well, most definitely. <laughs> See, I'm just hating on them because I never, I never got the muscles. I got a bird chest. I had a, I, I had a, I had a, a, a display on Coney Island. Beach, man, <laughs> man, man. But anyway, you know what? You know what? Let's let's take a quick break, okay? And uh, let's come back uh, more with Raymond Santana, and we'll we we'll get some other stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I want to know what this Park Madison NYC movement. Hey, listen, is. it's about somebody uprising. You know, somebody. Uh, I don't want to hear from you. Okay. So we come back. We want to hear you from my, my new homeboy. All right, right. internet, stay right there. We'll be right back. You listen to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Knows, aka Beyonce. Be right back. L. Cheer. Internet, if you fuck with the Premium P Show, and you know you do, stop playing around and head on over to SoundCloud. Follow us. iTunes. Subscribe to us. Google Play. Do whatever they tell you to do. Stitcher. Comment. The TuneIn app. Tell a friend. Listen, we're, wherever, we're trying to be around wherever you get in with you, where you fit in. Yeah. Okay? However you listen to your podcast, make sure you type in the Premium P Show and you subscribe, follow, and let a motherfucker know you fucks with us. On YouTube, too. Listen, we, we out there. That is you, Instagram, Twitter. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make to you, Internet, is 
fuck with the Premium P Show on these social platforms. Leave a comment so we know it's real. And tell know? a friend to tell a friend so we could keep it moving and do more for you guys. Most definitely. So if you subscribe, all these uh, episodes will come right in your ear holes uh, early with the VIP access. You know what I mean? <laughs> so make sure you get to that. Internet's the Premium P Show with Miss Listen Knows. Expect the unexpected. It's organized chaos. Chit-chit. Ow. Internets, and we're back. I'll tell you one thing. What I want to know is we, we were rushing, uh, I feel, through some of the Trump talk. Yeah. When, when you did, for the, actually, you know what? Let me bring it a little bit back. For people who don't know, when did you get the, when did the settlement uh, happen? Uh, that was before the documentary came out? No, after the documentary. Okay, so after so the documentary. About two years ago. So, so and, and, and Ken Burns uh, was the one who... How did that even happen? How did the um, documentary happen? Well, what happened was we had a uh, we got an attorney by the name of Jonathan Moore, okay. a great civil rights uh, attorney, mm-hmm. um, and we was in his office, and Sarah Burns was working in his office as an intern. Okay, and so he introduced me and Kevin to her, and and she didn't know about the story, right? Because she was six years old back in 1989. So after he gave a brief summary, she said, "Oh, that was cool," and and. and she said, you know, can I write a paper on you guys? And we said, fine, you know, it's cool. Let's do the paper. So she wrote a little paper for school. For school and she started to really dig into this case, started doing the research. And she came back and she was like, yo, I want to write a book. Right. And so at this point, nobody else asked us to write a book. Right. Right. Everybody was just like, nobody want to help us. Right. And so we was like, you know, this is the shot. You know, we don't have no other opportunity. This sure. is it right here. And so, you know, we sat down with her. We started doing the book. And, you know, she was t- sending the chapters to her dad, and he was doing all the editing. He was reading this stuff. And um, and he was like, yo, this is great. Like, we should do a film. So she came back, and she was like, you know, my dad wants to do a film. And we was like, well, who's your dad? And she was like, <laughs> Steven Ken Burns. Speedwell. <laughs> you know, that's what, you know, Steve we was, <laughs> that's what we was, oh, you know, Steve, oh, oh, okay, you know. And she said, Ken Burns. And we was like, who the hell is Ken Burns? <laughs> so... You know, she gave me this film to watch, and it was the story of Jack Johnson. Yes, yes. And and that's a powerful film. And I was like, yeah, this is it, All right? And then and we started. Now, did they offer you any money for the film? Or? No, okay. no, because at this point we were so tied up legally with the, mm-hmm. with the city, mm-hmm. like the city didn't want to settle nothing. Yeah, they was like, we going to trial. What? Yeah, they was they was on it like that. Like you know, it was times when we was in this federal courthouse, and the judge is like, so are we talking settlement? And they was like, no. This is a no-pay case. We're taking it straight to trial. But they just wanted to just... That makes no sense to me. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it makes no sense until you find out that the city was building a $6 million defense, right? That means everybody's getting paid on that side. Mm-hmm. So the longer you prolong this case, they getting paid. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they, they didn't have... You know, they didn't care about rushing it. So from right. start to finish, how long did that case take? Um, 10 years, 11 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about eleven years. Okay, and 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 the settlement was forty forty one forty one million dollars between Each. between no no between the five, five of, of us. But everybody, the one who did uh, Corey oh, Corey got more money. Yeah. Two people got more money. No, just Corey. Okay, Corey got the most. Yeah, and you guys uh, got the rest. So you yeah. split it between five. Yeah, we split it between five. Now now um, back to. Um, not taking money for the documentary, yeah. so it's something that so you saw the bigger picture. Yeah, we saw the bigger picture, and the bigger picture was to put something out that people can uh, connect to, right? Because we knew that back then everybody saw those fake confession tapes and they believed them. So now we're going to put this film out, and you're going to look at that, and now you're going to see the truth, right? Right, and and you can't you can't turn from that, and so 
we put that out, and that was it. How did how did um, they get all like the footage and pictures and like how how did the documentary get all that information? They researched. Dave, you know Dave McMahon, who's uh, Sarah's husband, did a lot of research. Both of, they both did. Like, they were able to get stuff from the precincts. And yeah. Stuff like well, that? no, no, no. They was they went somewhere and they was able to get like the the, the, the confession tapes and and how the footage. Fuck? Like that's something. Yeah, you gotta ask them. Like they, you know, it was one scene where he like had to recreate it, you know, in the studio. And and they got the footage and and some of the pictures I provided because I had a lot of photos, um, and they just did a hell of a job with it, you know. I mean that that was the turning point. And so we're talking 2012, right. not even that long ago, is when people started to say, "Oh, wait a minute, something's wrong here. This film, like these kids, really were innocent." Right. So we're talking all the way to 2012 when people started to really see that the truth was there. Right. How emotional was that process for you to kind of have, have to relive it yeah. in order to make this film? Like, how was that for you? Yeah, no, it was deep. I mean, like, you know, I sat there with them. My interview probably took like two and a half hours, you know, because I knew I remembered so much because it impacted me that greatly. Right. You know, that some, you know, they were like, they were like, after I finished my interview, they was like, holy shit, we got a film, you know? Um, was it kind of like therapeutic for you? It is. It, it became. Definitely after, like when we started to, you know, do the speaking engagements and go all across the country. Mm-hmm. We did over 30 film festivals. Like, then it became very therapeutic. You know, I was like, when we, where are we going next? Right. You know, and so. God it, bless it, you, all, all five of you guys. You. And even the people that put that whole film together, like, thank them. Like, Definitely. if it wasn't for that, you still may have gotten vindicated in the court system, but people were still looking at you like you were a slime ball or a, a sex offender or, that's you know, right. like, that film, like, took you to a place where you can be cleansed, like, spiritually as well as just, like, for the public to be like, okay, hey, I can't believe this happened because I, my mom, I told her you would come on the show. She was like, oh, my God. Like, like she had so many credit. Like, girls, go sit down. Like, I got questions. Tell your mom to say hi. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you know you know what's crazy? And, and, and it's amazing to me that this dude, what's his name um, who came came Mateus from? Reyes. Mateus Reyes. Like, you, you ever think to yourself why he did that? Because, listen, we live in a day and age where not many people ever fucking do something like that. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's like, fuck them. Like that's what he could have said. Like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, 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 like. Honestly, like, like, like. If you live that type of life, why the fuck do you care about somebody else? And, and, and basically, it boiled down to Corey. You know, like he saw Corey in the yard, and he saw Corey walk in the yard, and, and in prison they call it spinning the yard, where you walk in a circular yep, motion. Yep. And and he saw him, and Corey had bad feet, and so he walked with a limp, and and that's what made you know gave him the courage to you know press Corey, and and he didn't tell Corey that he did it. He just had a conversation with him. And that conversation is what led to him coming forward. So, That's crazy. Yeah. So, so Corey, Corey basically was telling him what he was in there for. Well, he knew. He told you know he, he you know because Corey and him had a fight back in 1989 over the TV. Okay. You know, on Rikers Island. So okay. that's what the conversation was. Right in the day and, room. Yeah, in the day room. And so when Corey was like, you know, don't worry about that. They ain't about nothing. Like, we both in prison. We ain't going, you know. And, and, and that conversation is what led him to come forward. And the thing about that is that this man didn't just tell the story one time. He had to repeatedly tell his story because they kept saying he wasn't credible. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he told it on every level even to the DA's office, and then that turned into a year-long investigation. And, you know, even Ray Kelly, who was a police commissioner, you know, uh, b- before Bratton, you know, when he got in deposition and he said, 
Reyes is not credible for that rape. And so we said, my lawyer said, so is he credible for the murder and the four other rapes he committed? And he right. said, yeah. And so he why said, not this one? So why not this one? And he said, well, because according to the Armstrong report, he didn't do it alone. You know, and, but that's how they just stay stuck on that on that narrative. Like they can't get off that. And he wasn't even in office back then. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. What's even crazier is that like this kid, after you know him having to repeat himself so many times, he could have got to a point where he was like, "Man, fuck y'all, man. Like I'm done talking." Like you know? I said, I didn't do it. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Like how many? Times? I didn't do it. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, we like honestly. I don't care, you know, for me and the people I'm around, like, we, I have a problem with uh, authority after a certain amount of times. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like, honestly, man, I fucking said what I said, and that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful to the Lord that that happened. Well, yeah. wh- where is dude right now? Is he, is he just doing, like, life? Yeah, he's serving 33 and a third to life for the murder of a, of a, uh, and rape of a pregnant woman. Right. And what about the Central Park Five? Uh, well, he could well, not get... Central Park Five. Central Park jogger uh, uh, case. Yeah, he couldn't get charged with that because the statute of limitations ran out. Oh, really? What? Yeah. So, so it goes on record as you know he did it, but um, also he went on to solve about four unsolved cases. Um, you know, he went to solve or he committed them and he no, just he committed didn't... he committed them, but they didn't know oh, who did it. So, so they... when when he Lord. when they was, when they was interviewing him, he let it be known. This is how real it is. Like here's these cases that I did. Go look them up, and they did, and then they came back, and they was That's like, crazy. "They did it." That's you, crazy. You ever, you ever think to yourself why he did that? Why he did what? Like just admitted that. Like, oh, well, I think it just comes back conscience. to Corey. It was Corey, and and you know uh, his conscience. But I think Corey had an impact on that. I think you know? Corey had an impact on his conscience, though. Definitely, like, he had someone to act like a tangible. This person is in jail because of something I did. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I want to vindicate this whole situation, so I'm going to say I did it. I'm I'm going to come forward because the truth sets you free. And on, yeah, on but some when you're in, I, I, you, I understand what you're saying, but when you're in jail and you're, I mean, I don't know what it is to rape people or, or murder people, allegedly. Uh, but um, you know, you um, put that remote away. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is I I sit here and I say to myself, like many people will rather not say anything. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I just, it's amazing to me, like, but then again, you got to think about it. People who are not in the right mind doing things like this, there's, there's a reason, and they ha- they do have emotions, but they don't ever show them, and you never know, somebody could tap into them. Yeah. It's like the Grinch, like when he had that little pebble heart, and then after the little white girl helped him, next thing you know, he was giving the, out gifts, and his heart was just... There's a white girl in the Grinch? Ooh. They didn't play that in Christmas Bitch in jail? where? They didn't, what did they, they didn't, they didn't put no movies on for y'all when you was Not locked up. the Grinch. Up. Nah, I've never seen the Grinch. Yo, um, did you ever do, you ever did Time in the Box while you were in there? Uh, no. I did Keep Locked, though. Okay. I didn't go to the box, though. Did you get some box while you was in there? Nah. Nah, no, they, they don't give you that. You they don't no give you that. No visits? If, no nah, marriage? you gotta be married. I wasn't married. Oh, are you married now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that again, just, just for editing purposes. Are you married now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so we're going to take that whole question out. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. <laughs> with this episode, I feel like, uh, you know, we're in all different places of mm-hmm. what exactly happened, but yeah. also what's just happening in this world. Um, you know, later on, you know, seeing you, um, I was telling you a little bit earlier, like, you worked when you got the settlement. You worked for a couple of years still. What, what were you doing? If you I don't... was, um, I was, uh, I worked for a big union, eleven eighty nine. Okay, I was, I was uh, processing documents. 
I was a mail clerk. So you, you, when you got your money, yeah, you, you still Pete trying to hold something. No, 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 no. This, this is something to, that I think is dope. When he got his money, listen to me, listen. He, when he got his money, he didn't just fucking, you know, call up the next day. Hello, yeah, let me speak to my boss. That's what I would yeah. did. I'm, Fuck Hey, this listen, job. you piece of shit. I'm not coming in tomorrow. At all. I'm not coming in the next day either. Okay. Ain't no coming in. I'm and coming. Fuck you. All over this white woman. Yeah. Right now. No, 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 no. Don't say it like that. Um, <laughs> Why I gotta be white? Why she can't be? You know, yeah, you, yeah. nice. They owe you. No, 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 no. Now you gonna come over, a white woman? They wanna lie, lie on you. This white woman getting all of me. Okay. All right, we're John Legend. Listen, because um, that's what you deserve. Now you made me fuck almost forget what the fuck I was going to say. And I ain't even drinking no, sangria this episode. When he came home, that he kept his job after he no, got his How long did you keep your job? job? No, I, I kept it, um, I think about seven, eight months. Okay. I did. Uh, um, and, and Is there I, a reason? Is it just you didn't know what you wanted to do yet? And I mean, part of it was I like, I like, I love my job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and everybody's quick to say, you know, take the money and run. And, and they leave without having a plan. And so my thing was like, have a plan first before you take that step. What's yeah. your sign? Virgo. He got plans. Oh my god, always got plans. She, she's she it. she does all this astrology, fucking counseling. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> she I don't even pay attention. I know I'm a Sagittarius, <laughs> and I just know that uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else about astrology. You but. gotta care a little bit because the queen of astrology passed away. Miss Cleo passed away. Really? She did? Yes, at 53 years what old. She, what did she well, She passed away. Jerking people for their bread. All that, she was, all that money she, she took. Miss Cleo didn't have <laughs> enough of that. that no, she got that she, money. Hello, darling. <laughs> and I guess she was buying live cigarettes because she had lung cancer. Oh, okay. And it spread it. Let me tell you she something. passed away. Miss Cleo is not getting Rasta pasta in fucking in heaven. No, she ain't. Call me now. But listen, um, what I do want to say <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that I found amazing when you told me that. Just yeah. that you stayed for a while and yeah. and and you know I would have stayed longer. Yeah, yeah. What? But, just... but, but, but what made you? What made you go? Um, you had... too light skinned for that. Don't be what a victim, mean? brother. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, listen, what he's saying, honestly, listen, what what he's no, saying would... is very correct. Because no, hold I'm just on, joking. what he's saying, the reason why I say what what he's saying is correct is because when you don't have a plan, you fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and keep in mind. He never had this type of money before. Yeah. When we have money, like, I I have so many friends I grew up with, right, that when they came, even me, when I came into a certain amount of money, hustling or doing mm-hmm. this or doing that, I blew right through that fucking thing when I was a young age. Pause. And, no, good pause. And, yeah. and then later, wound up spending way more money because I was getting used to a lifestyle that I was never used to. Yeah. Imagine waking up and being able to say, you know what, I want to go on vacation. I can. Instead of just saying, I want, I can. Right. You start living a different lifestyle. Your lady, people you love, say, like, that. that, like, that. I need some new hair. You no, like, I would, no. Buy I, eight bundles. Exactly. There you go. Eight? Yeah, eight bundles. You said, if, I'm going to get If you were messing with Santana, he would get you eight bundles. So, but, but. <laughs> he would, couldn't he? He would, not couldn't he? Right, right on Park Madison. <laughs> no, but, but, but honestly, you waited till you have a plan, and your yeah. plan was, why don't you tell people um, some of the things that you're doing right now? Uh, one of my plans was to uh, create a line. Okay, right, clothing is, line? Clothing line, which okay. is called Park Madison NYC. And what does that mean? And, and the reason why Park Madison NYC, um, you know, I got my... I got my partner here, Rashid. Rashid, shout out to Rashid. Shout out to Rashid, you know, uh, who's my partner on the brand. And and it came it came from me when I was 14 years old. I used to love to sketch. I used to love to draw. 
and it led into designing clothes, mm-hmm. right? But because this case happened to me, I lost that passion. So, so, um, so years later, when I meet Rashid, right? Rashid has extensive history, you know, in uh, in clothing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I let him, you know, tell tell you his credentials. And so, what happened was that, you know, you know, we we spoke, and and my one of my things was to create a line, because it was about me recapturing something that was lost, mm-hmm. right? I love. The, the sketching of it. I love the creating part of, of a fashion line. Mm-hmm. And so that was to uh, to build this line was to recapture something that I lost when I was four, 14 years old. That's dope. Yeah. And, so and, so what does it mean, Park Madison? Like, I mean, what, to people that don't well, know. I live between Park and Madison. Okay. So, so that was that's where it came. But it you was still it, in Harlem? I'm still in Harlem. Ow. I, I'm between Harlem and, and Atlanta. Um, and so it was inspirational clothing for the inspirational man. Right. It was also, um, you know, live on park, shop on Madison. Right. Mm. These are powerful avenues that we would love to be on. Right. And so with this line, we taking you there. We want you to be there. You so know, so lo- what can people expect? Like besides, like, say, uh, a T-shirt. Is there anything else? Uh, is it is it is it just a clothing line or is it more of like a brand of things to come and events or things like that? Or Well, it's going to be a little bit of everything. Like it starts with the line. Okay. That's the base of it. Um, because we, we want you to wear the garments and then it, it evolves from there. So, you know, we have a, we have a bunch of stuff that's lined up after we release the line, but the line consists of like cardigans and sweaters mm-hmm. and joggers and, and hoodies and, you know. I like all um, of these things. Yeah. Yeah. You How know, about panties? You got panties? I nah, don't not wear yet. those. <laughs> That's Yo, you know what, what I found about. out? You know what I found out that the, the don't waste your don't waste your your, your cotton. Yo, yo, you know <laughs> what I shirt. found out? The underwear industry um, is going is, down. Is, is, is eleven billion dollar industry? Oh, listen, me and you need to make some fucking. I'm uh, about to make some yeah. panty drawers. Yeah, don't make no bloomers. I don't want to ever no see bloomers. you in any bloomers. No, I'll make boy shorts. Boy shorts you, are good. Boy shorts are cool. You I gotta like boy wear shorts. some too. You Yo, like I like girls who have the holes in the boy shorts. You only gotta take them off. That's it. Hold up one second. Nice <laughs> Don't say that is rip. I don't care. Because it's better to look at a, a girl with a boy short than a thong, right? Like when she got a fatty. Nah, thong is it cool. It looks better boy with a boy shorts. Is cool. Boy shorts is cool. Boy I like boy shorts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, I I never knew that. So you, you guys should start thinking about making some underwear. You know? I mean, you know, Rashi here. Boxes, you know, Rashi, Rashi, you know, Rashi, he, he got the direction. Yeah, so you know, I think, I think, uh, so, so, you know, with with a, with a clothing line, you know, is that something that you always wanted to do, like you were saying before? Yeah, definitely. And and with this, it, it, you know, it's um, it's, you know, it's 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 a sense of empowerment, right? It's a sense of uplifting, because we're not trying to put people in garments that just look like some shit you just do together, right? This is some stuff that. We put, you know, we took our time with and, and that we stand behind, you know, um, something that we want to uplift our youth if they wear, right? You know, you know, we, we, we big into watching these kids, they pan sagging. I hate that. You know, I mean, I believe that the fit look is a cleaner look. Yes. Right. Not extra tight. You know, not, yeah, not too baggy, not too tight. It is. I like I like that. And and, and internet can go to parkmadisonnyc.com. That's correct. Check out what you got going on. Yeah. Cop a tea. Uh and really is there like a mailing list or something like that? Yeah, it is. It is. Because we're getting ready to launch uh we getting ready to launch uh we got this nice uh scallop tea that's we getting ready to launch. Okay. In like I another love week. Scallops. Fire. Yeah, but she's talking about tea, not food. I know what color it is. It's like like off white. 
Okay. <laughs> and it's dope. And we, you know, we getting ready to launch that, and and whew, we about to tear the game up with that. Al, I'm I'm here for it. And if you need someone to you know host your launch party, Premium Pete and myself. We're available. No, I'm definitely. <laughs> yeah, Talk see, to Rashi. Rashi, get that. No, no. <laughs> I think there's a lot of things. You know, I would love to see you also do something maybe with like an April Walker too, like a collaboration too. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love April Walker. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I I don't know if you guys are connected with her, but I mean, I don't want to speak for her. She's not here, but I know she's definitely into like doing dope things like that. And I'll be honest with you, Internet's Park at Madison, NYC.com. Um, check it out. Even see what the fuck they're doing because just on the strength of somebody who was of the culture, embodied the culture, um, you know, on, had a lot of misfortunes, turned her, but still, still stayed strong. You know, uh, yo, honestly, man, so many people give up these days. Yo, this dude never gave up, man. So, you know, I look forward to seeing what you're doing, regardless of what it is, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, 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 but you're not a drawer and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. I was telling you uh, that when you were away, I remember, <laughs> listen, internet, for those who don't know, Anybody who's a, uh, there's a lot of artists that are away. Like, yo, I used to send home to my mother, dudes used to make, like, uh, sculptures of soap. You know, like, they used to take a soap and yeah. make it into a dolphin. Or make it into, like, a rose. Yeah, so I swear talented. to God. Or they used to make, like, a handkerchief uh, uh, and, you know, draw, like, you know, Happy Mother's Day type painting or graffiti. or Like, yo, there's a lot of talented people that are in the joint. And I was saying this a long time ago. But, uh, yo, honestly, they like if we're not talking about, like, stone-cold murderers, they should send people into jails to really try to, like, help these people. Right. Because there's a lot of talented people. People make mistakes, you know? And, 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 and you know, I was telling beforehand, even, like, you know, um, if you do something nonviolent or, or something vacated or, yeah. or something that is not too crazy, there should be a chance that a citizen uh, who becomes a productive member of, uh, of, of society pays taxes does this thing has a limit to when he could be cleared of his charges yeah. because he needs to live like you know think about it this way i still have a charge miss listen i know i'm home 12 plus years right i still have to deal with that anytime i go and try to fill out a job application right. that's correct but i but but i've been to multiple jails and spoke and 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 helped them out i've been to uh, multiple schools um i paid taxes i right. I, I changed my life around i never went back See, but here's the thing. Nothing happens. Yeah. Right. There's nothing for that. Like, there's no, like, well, you could start over. It's kind of like if someone does something wrong and they pay their debt or they say sorry or they're apologetic, we, we forgive them in regular life. But when it comes to, like, the prison system, there is no forgiveness or there is no start over. It's like take all your charges and see what you could do with it. It's kind of like... You had an edu- You have your education. You have your master's. You have all these accomplishments, but you still feel like the bottom of the barrel. And it's like the prisons. The the system is that it's not built. It's, it's not built to help us. Like even when you think about the fact that it's easier to get a loan for a car or a house rather than a business loan. Yeah. For a black person, definitely. So it's just like it's not, it's like it's not really built for that, and it just drives people to do more negative things, like sell drugs or whatever the case may but be. But more, more importantly, I think that the, the shameful part about it is that you know um, people go to jail, people make mistakes. Yeah. Okay, and there's a lot of you know how many non-violent offenders there right. are in jails sitting. Yeah. With bullshit fucking charges. And the point I'm trying to make is if they do something, are they supposed to be crucified forever? Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, you know, why is there no type of, like, 
people don't, you know, I, and I feel like the system too, the judges, the lawyers, people don't understand this shit till it happens to one of their kids. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, kind of like, yeah, you know, he's in jail, he deserves to be there. Yeah. But there's, you know, and, and I guess, you know what, when you really think about it, you know what's fucking sad? It's a business. So I guess. And that's what it is. I, I guess they're really happy like that this happens like that this. That happened. There was one time in prison, population was about 65,000. And there was about 5,000 nonviolent offenders. And they said they're going to let them go, right? They're going to give them early release. Right. But recidivism rate says that you will return back to prison six months to a year. Mm. And so that's what they banked on. Let them 5,000 go because they'll be back within a year. That's horrible. It's a business. And so a person like you who has done great for himself, who deserves that second chance, they are banking on you to to fail. Sure, they so want you, me to come back. Yeah. I'm not coming back there. Sunday, yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm back to eating pasta on Sundays, you fucking piece of shit. I'm not coming there to eat that baked chicken, even though it was good. But I think what happened was I ate it so many times, I thought it was good. Remember the skin used to be crispy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yo, that shit was good, <laughs> man. Giving y'all that good rotisserie. Yo, I'll tell you one thing, man. They yo, had that, that good, man. Slamming. Sometimes they had the rice, man. Yo, I, I used to like when they had the, uh, the cornbread with the apple jelly yeah. and the peanut butter. Yeah. I used to mix that with the Chewy con con, and, 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 and <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah. yo, he was yeah. just up north and would have got left up north, but he was the chef up hey, north. You got that right. Hey, you know what? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's go into our I don't trust people segment. Let's explain to uh, Mr. Santana what it is. So, um, a while it's funny because I feel like I say this on every episode, mm-hmm. but I'm just letting the guests know. Uh, a while on Twitter, I always shoot off these, I don't trust people, who I don't trust, what I don't trust. So when we started the show, we made it into a segment. Mm. And so every week, internet, you know how to get involved. Hashtag, I don't trust people. Make sure you add us, Premium Pete or Premium Pete Show or Miss Listen Knows, whatever it is. And let us know who or what you don't trust. And like I said, we'll always, if we fuck with you and it's a good, uh, you know, submission, right. we'll put it on a show. If it's some fuck shit and you're like, I don't trust people that walk straight. Okay, well, then, you know, we ain't putting it on. I don't trust people that don't walk straight. I was thinking that the other day. I think about these all the time and I don't really tweet them, but thank you for saying that. I don't trust people who walk diagonally. Like, where, like what's going on with your feet? Well, if something's wrong with them, then we say God bless the Lord. It's usually but- like the, the, like, uh... Tourist, really? Yes, and like I'm like I like I move to the left. I'm trying to get out the way. They move to the left, and then I shuffle to the right. And then they come. That's because like, oh they, they, they just don't pay attention to tourists. In New York I City. want them to pay attention. What submissions so we have this week? So our first submission comes from underscore a Todd. I don't trust people who just hang out and loiter at food places after they eat. Really. I'll be honest with you. I like doing that, and I'm gonna explain to you you're why. White. No, no, no. Hey, 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 stop, stop. My complexion is not for my protection. White people will shut okay. down a restaurant. You're like, bitch. They done dropped the check. There's no more wine. Did last call. You went to the bathroom. You paid. You got on the phone. You fed the baby. The baby sleep. You're still here. You're talking like y'all don't like to leave. Home is boring. No, 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 no. I'm talking about what I like to do is once in a while I like to loiter. I'm going to explain to you why. I have a lot of friends that are in sanitation, and I want to make sure that they have a job for a long fucking time. Okay? And and I really, I, whenever I just throw something on the floor, I just say jobs. Yeah. And that's how I feel. You know? So our next submission comes from Didn't You Know? I don't trust people who bring a bottle to your party and sit next to it all night. Oh, my God. I don't trust those motherfuckers. And it's funny because my uh, brother-in-law, Ward, he was telling me that some his friend came by his house. Could you believe this shit with a fucking bottle of Hennessy 
and sat on his couch. It was a party. It wasn't like we just came over to chill and watch a fucking UFC fight. It was a party. Came over with a bottle of Hennessy and kept it near him in between his fucking legs the whole fucking time. Those kind of people Swigged wear it. socks to the beach. You can't trust them. Yeah. yeah. That's like them hood, hood dudes. Yeah. It's like, it's a party. Like, nah, man. Like, listen, you know, on when, the table. when you go to someone's house, you bring something, man. You know, That's you right. bring uh, cookies or you bring a fucking uh, wicker. I and, might take it and, back and, away. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, really? It depends. Like, okay, so if I get to your party, because this happened, I had a game night. Okay. And... Somebody bought two bottles, and then my friend had an outburst on her boyfriend, and I was like, everybody got to leave. Like, it's time. The party's over. And they was only there about six minutes, so they took their bottles with them. Like, listen, <laughs> we came in for game night. Hey, game night's over. And I understood. I was like, I would do the same thing. In that case, I, I guess I could yeah. understand. But I for understood. the most part, you got to come to when you come to someone's house, and just like you would want them to come to yours, you bring something, let go of the fucking bottle. Don't put crazy goo on your hand and hold on to the fucking bottle. <laughs> you pouring you know, all you, the drinks. Yeah, man. You know? This is a bottle of Ace of Spades. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Our next submission comes from Drewski126. At Premium Pete, I don't trust people when you go to their bathroom and they got old toothbrushes. Oh, toothbrushes. Fuck. So I'm thinking, um, who the fuck? People with yo, I honestly, I I do have some old toothbrushes, but that's when sneakers. Yeah, that's when I scrub the 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 soles sometimes. You don't want to be a But I never mix it up. Like yo, one time I almost thought I mixed it up, and I was looking at that motherfucker, (laughs) and I was like, oh shit, and I was so confused if it was the one that I fucking used for my bottom my sneaker, (laughs) and I was like. Fuck that. I just threw both of them out. And I was like, yo, I, I, I bought a whole five-pack new one and, 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 and got the business. I mean, if you're confused, um, you should probably change toothbrushes every 30 days. Yeah, but he's saying other people. Yeah. Fuck like, you worried about other people's like toothbrushes. Like you go in the bathroom and he look at the toothbrush. He might be kissing her. And you're like, damn, that toothbrush is twisted. Yeah. <laughs> what are you brushing with that? <laughs> Well, well, first of all, if you have people over, you should have a, a toothbrush out like that. Yeah, like, you have to skim your your, your stuff and yeah. make sure it's Cause, good. Because you know what? Honestly, we, we, we're friends with a lot of people. Everyone's friends with certain people. You don't realize how dirty the motherfuckers are behind closed doors. You know, all of us have a friend that is a fucking dirtbag. Yeah. You know, and, and you don't really get to know that until you fucking hang out with them or sleep over their house or spend some, you know, quality time with I them. I might be that friend. I'm not a dirtbag, but I'm a little messy. Like, and when I clean up, my friend's like, oh, my God, we could see your floor. Because, like, I have, like, clothes. Like, it's hard for me to find out. I don't trust girls like so, that. I, I'm explaining to you why. Care. I'm explaining to you why. Girls who have a dirty floor... I, I didn't say it was ha- dirty. I said it was a little cluttered Well, I don't mean clothes. dirty. It's cluttered. They have sometimes. I feel like their boxes, uh, you know, not up to par. You know. <laughs> so what? She pick up the My shirt. Box and was like, is good. I don't know this what is that. Good? What do? <laughs> why are these two things like mutual? Like, what do they have to do with each other? Like, what is my? Box have to do with the fact that I like if to your room put is, if your room is a mess outfits on before I leave. My I get house. it. I get it. I get it. But if your room is a mess, sometimes I feel like the box could be a mess. You know. Well, if you're trying on seventeen outfits, then I can understand that. But right. if it's just naturally Look, like just shit on no, the floor all the time, this is like how my, my life goes. My room will be like clean, and yeah. then it's time to get dressed, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, and then I'll clean it, and then the next day do it again. Like, yeah. I, I just that's one of my but issues. That's women though. Women they try on like twenty. Yeah, they always do that. Don't worry, I'll be smelling. So I'll, you put all your sneakers back you. in the box when you like trying to figure it out, like. No, no, sometimes it's a mess, but... but, but. Oh, sometimes it's a mess. That's why you have whack dick. So, our next next (laughs) submission comes from Malachi Who. 
I don't trust people that have car that don't have cars, but try to tell you how to drive. Listen, I may not have my license, Malachi, but I know which way you should go, and I know you, when you need to hop. Nah, you horn. need to mind your business. I don't like people like that. Let me tell you something. I don't like front seat drivers. I don't back seat drivers. And I definitely let me tell you, I don't like people who don't have a car. Like if you fucking taking the B sixty five, shut the fuck up while you drive with me. Don't tell me what to fucking do. I don't like people like that. And I'm gonna tell you one thing: what I don't like, yo, my mother in law, <laughs> and like my fucking and, and 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 my lady, yo. Let me tell you something. Both of them are fucking front seat and back seat drivers. They'll let me tell you. I've been driving since I was 16 years old. Okay, I've been driving a minute. They'll make me fucking nervous because they'll be like, "Watch, uh, and, and then you also you'll be like, "Oh shit, what, is something coming?" You know, you you start bugging out. <laughs> like you think like you know like 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 they question you like and you you start questioning yourself. I'm like that. Nah, man, listen. If you're in the car with someone who drives and they're not fucking doing a hundred yeah. or fucking you know doing crazy shit, shut the fuck up. And if you don't fucking even drive or own a fucking car, like honestly, if if a girl don't own a dildo, you're gonna take advice from her how to fucking use it. Yeah, don't fucking own it. She don't even know what she's doing. That isn't okay. No, she, no. she don't. She never no, owned a dildo. Different. That's different. She never owned that's a dildo. Different. She never that's used different. it. That's different how? because I don't know how to drive, but I've been in cars before, and I kind of see you turn the wheel. And I know. No, you not. I know. You not so sit like your ass in the car or get out. That's <laughs> like her. Pull over. Bot, like. <laughs> That's like not owning the dildo, but using it. Like, okay, so like, at least you use the dildo. No, like, okay, so if it's two girls and they about to have sex with each other, and it's one girl's dildo, and it's the other girl's first time using a dildo, after that she's an expert. She could tell you how to use one. Just because that's it's not, not her, true. because it's not her car or her license that's not or her driving. True. Why she can't? Why she don't know? There's a lot of girls out I here. I know how to drive. I don't know how to drive, but I know how to drive. There's a lot of girls out here that been with. Not many guys, but a lot of guys, and still don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's their fault. Okay. That's why, That's why you gotta to watch. Direction. You gotta watch pornos. But let me tell you something. Pornos have helped me become a superstar in the bedroom. <laughs> Good night. Okay? You and your remote control. Let me tell you something. I've learned how to get like uh, yo. I learned what how to do like the. What remote control Buddhist... are you? What's asking about his remote no, no, control? No, 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 no. no? no, no, no. We can't. I don't want to know about his remote control. I want to know. That. You got the iPhone remote or you got the the, the cable vision? What? Cable vision. So, so <laughs> are you the <laughs> superstar? On a, on an episode, uh, uh, Raymond. On an episode, I think we did with lip service. Uh huh. And she keeps on haunting me about it. I told him that my dick size was the size of a cable vision remote. <laughs> because I was messing with some girl one time. So, yo, how big is your dick? Send me. And I was like, I was sitting home. I was by myself. This is years ago. And uh, I just put it up against the remote. I was like, and I sent a picture of her. I was like, yo, this is how big my shit is. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe even bigger. And, uh, you know, so I measured it by that. I had to measure it to something, you know. Mm. So now she starts. Then she, all the time she sends me little remotes on, on through text. <laughs> is, it, is this the remote you're talking about? No, oh. bitch. Bitch, weird. I be sending no. him the low, low, the Bose no. remote. I come you with sure the team, though. This? I come with the remote, the hands, the tongue, everything. Do, do you have any? Because uh, he's Latin. Yeah, That's right, should. baby. You have any? Uh, I don't trust people. Anything that? <laughs> nah. Uh, nothing you don't trust or something you know you don't trust. Uh, I don't trust when I see people in the street and they go, "Hey, Ray," because behind that, come, can I borrow five dollars? Word. <laughs> Hey, people, listen. People always listen, approach people like they know them. Well, the the people that know you, so when you got the money, everybody starts to ask you for things. Crazy. Yeah. Pete want a whole song. No, I don't. Yo, I He want the new Jordans, though. No, no, no. I got enough. I got enough for Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, he I'm, like, I'm, I got the Jordans. Something. with the Grand Hills. I'm happy. I'm very, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I mean this. I'm very happy for you, and I think Thank you, you know that. 
Um, you know, I started to see, uh, you know, I seen a Mercedes-Benz uh, uh, water bottle. And, uh, you know, I see the Rolex and I see the chain. And you know what? But I know there's more. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, he talking like that nigga and, and paid in full. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> Money thing. making me. It's, it, it's, it's, hey. it's honestly, honestly, it's, it's special <laughs> to see him doing things like that. And it's special to see him shine. It's special to see him live his life. And I mean that. It really means a lot. Everything that you've been through, everything that the guy's been through, um, you know, I know money can never change that, but you still have your personality. You're still witty, um, you know, and, and and you're not cracking. Yeah. You're still looking young. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, I see you going on vacation with the family. Yeah. Everybody in your pocket. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So you yeah. know, but it, that's a, that's a good one though. Yeah. You know, you you know, you let them see. Uh, so you have children. Yeah, I got a daughter. Aww. My daughter's twelve. Yeah. Um. But my daughter's so down to earth, like, right? You know, I could take her to the sneaker store, say, whatever you want. Yeah. And she go, nah, I'm all right. She must be a Leo. Her birthday's April. She's a Taurus. Oh. She's a, she's yeah, a good you, person. You know, it's, it, but it, is good to see, it is good to see you, you know, spending and shining and living. But, you know, I want to say something. I seen a letter from Kobe that he penned, uh, I think, about family. Yeah. And he was like, yo, uh, when you become successful or if you come into money, you know, um, don't just give your family money. He's like, give them something to do with money. Yeah. Like meaning like some property or business or, yeah. you know, so they could still work for it. But not only work, not like you got to work, work, like uh, shout out to Rihanna. Like Rihanna work, but, yes. But <laughs> like meaning just that they have to use, that they can be creative. Like say if you, like one thing I love and, 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 and I hope I could try to continue to do this for my daughter. But, you know, when my daughter had a sweet 16 she wanted to get a, a makeup artist to to do her stuff. I said, okay, no problem. I said, how much is this? Said, $100. I said, okay, cool. We went to this girl's house. She lived like somewhere in Dyker Heights. Father definitely had money. The house was fucking amazing. Yeah. But they, they made like a special room for her. The fucking thing was beautiful. And I love that. Her father dedicated that to her. And now this girl starting her own business, getting clientele, got her own website. But I guess he just provided the room and the product. Yeah. And now she's taking it further. Yeah. Instead of just... Take a hundred dollars. Take a thousand dollars. You have an account with ten thousand. Do what you want because we'll never teach them anything. Yeah, no, and that's and that's my thing is like you know just don't give them money. Give them memories. Absolutely, right? Give them something that they can cherish, something that they can take with them. Mm-hmm. You know, we was in Vegas, right? And and you know we was at the pool and and uh, I rent the cabana and mm-hmm. I let them just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But that family time to them was was the most important thing. It wasn't about we got to eat and we got to drink, whatever. It was like, yo, we did something together as a unit. And off that one trip, we grew closer. Mm. You know, my nephews. I got three nephews and I got a niece. Um, you know, um, one of my biggest, my oldest nephew, you know, we we bringing them into Park in Madison. Mm. Right? Because, nice. you know, we want to build, you know, we want to build entrepreneurs. Sure. Right? You know, we, you know. Like Rashid to do that. Rashid got sons. You know what I'm saying? He'll bring them in. You know, we want to build CEOs. My daughter, she loves to sing, and she's always like, oh, I want to get a record deal. I want to do a record. And I'm like, nah, forget the record deal. Own the company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like my daughter. She's also a tourist. And someone was like, can you tell Brielle to stop being so bossy? I said, no, I can't because she is prepping to be a boss. That's it. So I will not tell Brielle to not be so bossy. I'm going to just like teach her how to like you know hone in and control a little bit but no i'm not gonna stop it no and definitely at a young age well my daughter whenever she get frustrated she you know she she gets upset taurus i always tell her talk 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 don't never be afraid to talk speak even if you wrong, just talk get it out you know now she be like can i talk to you for a minute in the that's room? so good <laughs> i like you that. gotta pop another one 
Nah. Yeah. You deserve. It ain't easy, man. Why, don't you want kids? I have a child. It's not that. No, I'm saying you want well, more. You try <laughs> Look at you. you. You ain't ready for all of this. Uh, hey, listen, you, you know. You'd be surprised. You may get the 10, 10, 10, 10 packs of yaks, you know. <laughs> I mean, but let me, yo, let me ask you. And, and this is something I need to know. I'm Latin. Remember this that. This is something. I that. love the Latins. <laughs> like, I love the Latins. Yo, this, is, like something, this is something I need to know as Hold a up. person that... Mm-hmm. Um, been hustling and then turned life around all my life mm-hmm. i've always counted my exact dollar money that i had to myself like, oh, like always i always no matter when i had twenty five thousand in the bank or when i had 25 dollars, i would always count my money even to this day like meaning like like i'm so like i don't like I, there was a point i think i lived life when i was working on wall street and uh, many years ago and i wasn't counting but then like I'll, balancing your checkbook kind of thing? No, no, not only balance, just knowing what you have. Like, and then always, the, I'm so burnt, like, like say if I have $5,000 in the bank, right? And then I go spend a little. I'll be like, all right, I put 50 in there for easy pass. I put gas. I go, I got about, I go, okay, I got 40, 4,200, okay. Like, I always count. That's always. Good, just though, to right? know, just because I feel like you could just log into your bank account one day and then they say something, you're like, all right, whatever it I'm is, the, it is. I'm the opposite. So you don't count? I don't like to. I'll be like, damn, bitch, you're doing a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you count? Definitely. Yeah? Definitely. To I mean, the T? Not to the T, but roundabout. Okay. Because, you know, for me, it's, it's about five accounts in there, so it's like, sometimes you just Oh, he's doing that mogul talk. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta, like, I keep one account, I keep a couple of accounts that I don't touch at all, and then I have one account that this is where most of my transactions go. So that's how I stay on top of it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easy to get caught up and next you know you in the hole. Yeah. Especially if you're buying bundles. So so what's the what's what's the plans? <laughs> you're buying bundles. Bundles of hair? <laughs> all types of bundles. No, what's what's know. what's the plan? So not only with Park Madison, is there any other plans that yeah. you're going to do? Real um, estate? Are you, I mean, any type of, you know. There's another book. Okay. Um, we about we doing another book now. What's it gonna be called? Um, no title yet. Okay. Kind of like the after. Of, like, I can't even say. Okay. Like you know, we could just say that it's coming. The book is coming. There's Pause. another film. I want to see more. Uh, that's a that's a that's a. Nice... It's coming. Okay. How come? How come? Okay. I tweeted. I tweeted. It's coming, and one of your little internets paused me. So. <laughs> pause. <laughs> so now it's coming is a pause. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Pause approved. Thank you. So, so a, bo- a, a new yeah. book is coming new from the Central Park Five. Yeah. Also, um, there's also a film. Okay. Um, Another film? Really? Burns? Burns? Nah, I can't, I can't. I can't. If you need I can't some say, actors. It's a feature. Right? Oh, um, to- but I can't say who's executive producer, okay. direct, I can't say it yet. Spike I, Lee? I got this. I was just about nah. to say that, and my anointed imagination is Tyler Perry and Spike Lee. Nah. Spike Lee ain't doing nah. that. Nah. If you need somebody to play a cop, I'll tell you, one off, of I'll tell you homies, off when we off, but... Okay, yeah, no problem. Or if you need, like... I don't want to be no fucking cop. You, this is what we're talking about, acting. It's not about what you want, okay? <laughs> if Justin Bieber could have sex with one of his backup dancers, you could be a cop. You done dealt with them. You probably have some uncles that are cops. You know how to be a cop. That's okay. I'm about to pitch myself as a crackhead or bae. What you need? We are actors. We are thespians <laughs> over here. They're, they're doing another documentary. No, no, Based no. Based on no, 1989. No, no. Okay. We're doing so a feature. That means... Oh, a feature. Okay, a feature. feature. Oh. Okay, so maybe Big she can budget. get in. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. But listen, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful to see you shining. It is. Appreciate that. I mean, and, and um, you know, what what are some of the other guys doing? I know Yusuf is, what's he doing? <clears throat> Yusuf, uh, um, down in Atlanta, he's, he's still, uh, 
he does most of the speaking engagements for us now. Okay. Yeah, like, I see him all around. Yeah. He's dressing in a suit all the fucking yeah, time, that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. We call him Ghost. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, Who else? Yeah. Um, Kevin Kevin What's just got doing? married. Okay. Right? Uh, and he opened up any business? Or? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, uh, Corey... Uh, still in Harlem. Okay. And Corey's then, the one who did the most time, the yeah, oldest one. Yeah. And, and he got the most money, too. Yeah, he got the most money. Yeah, uh, did, did he plan on doing anything? Well, you know, he um, he did open up uh, Innocence Project in um, Colorado. Okay. So he donated some money to that, got his name on it. So, um, and I think I think he has, he also has a foundation, you know, he has a foundation called, I think, the King Corey Wise Foundation. Okay. Um, who else? Uh, then Antron. Antron is down in Atlanta. You know, me everybody's and, in Atlanta. You got a house in Atlanta yeah, too, right? Yeah. Yo, you could buy a fucking mansion down there for a couple hundred grand, man. <laughs> I'll show you my house in, in New York. Buckhead. Right. Nah, you don't do Buckhead. Yeah, but nah, nah, Buckhead. But man, nah, nah. Buckhead, all the crime happens. Yeah, nah. you don't need that. Oh no, I don't want that. Nah, nah my, my 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 girl's father lives in Atlanta, man. It's beautiful down there, and I have a lot of friends that live in Atlanta. Um, so I love it down there, man. No, yeah, I love nice. it down there. Yeah. I'm, I'm shooting out there tomorrow morning. So. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talking yeah. that. That's that mogul talk again. <laughs> Getting the miles up, you know. Yeah. But I just so, yeah. have a question about okay. like just um in retrospect, do you now feel like you've forgiven those people? Kind of like the Donald Trumps or the what's his name Ray Kellys, all those people. Like, have you like moved past it enough where you're like, you know what, I'm good? Or are you still kind of like, f them? No, nah, I. I um, it's hard to forgive and move on when somebody still perceives you as being guilty. So the only thing you can do is be successful. Right. Right? And so that's why you have these deals like the movie, the film, the clothing line. Um, because, you know, it took them two and a half years to charge us, try us, convict us, send us to prison. Now you got to deal with me for the rest of your life. Right. So every time I'm successful or I'm on TV or I'm on radio, you got to wake up in the morning and see me and go, damn, it's him again. I'm right. tired of seeing these motherfuckers. Let your success be your revenge. That's it. Do you have any words for anyone who supports Trump or thinks that he should be in office? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like I stated earlier, you know, when he's done, if he gets in, when he's done with his term, watch out he fucks everybody royally, you know, and that's through that bank account. Yeah. You know, I think we live in a world where uh, I never thought in my life that we would have a presidential campaign like this. Like, I mean, I don't really even care for Hillary, but I don't. You know, either. it's like it's like I feel like it's I like don't never like her hair. Yeah, she's it's never done like a good. you. First of all, you already see what you like going against, girl. Look at his lace front. So it's not hard for you to just go to the heights and get a quick blowout or something, some clippings, because my bitch, POTUS. It the, out here slaying. Yo, when she was She's at, slaying. Yo, when she was speaking the other night, man, her hair was blown. Hair like was blown out. Ass was like Ooh. looking like clank cloud blau. And that, her dress was fitting dress was, right. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, and then you here come Hillary with her fucking bargain basement gown. Foundation like, on the face. Bro, like, up. and you looking like you got Donald Trump old toupee on. Let me tell you something. When I watched that, I said to myself, "Yo, this is scary." Yeah. And I hit, uh, you know, th- thankfully, um, I'm, I'm friends with all different fucking people. And I'm friends with somebody in the Secret Service. And I hit him up. <laughs> this nigga doing mogul talk now? Too? Yeah, mogul talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And I hit him up. Yeah, I'm, yo, let me tell you something. I love, I love that my mother says, Pete, uh, how did you have Steven here last week? He's a murderer. And then next week you have a Secret Service. Hey, my, don't worry about fucking that. Don't worry. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Statue of limitation passed. But, um... No, no, I, I, I hit him up and I was like, yo, please tell me we're still good with Hillary getting in. I can't imagine the world if this lunatic Trump gets in. And he wrote to me, 
I still believe Hillary is going to win. Hillary already has New York, Cali, and Florida with the electoral votes. I don't see Trump winning those votes. Still, everyone has to get out and go vote. So, you know, I mean, I've been hearing that, you know, Hillary is kind of a shoo-in. Like, he's not going to, you know, but then again, you just never know. Like, it's starting to get scary, like, sometimes. They were saying the same thing about Barack, though, President Obama. Like, they were, you know, how many people said, come on, picture us letting one of them get in office. It's not going to happen. This is what's going to happen, and then it did not happen. Let me tell you, I don't want to get fully into this because we're about to wrap this up. Um, But uh, you ever think to yourself that because Barack, became president that the police kind of like acting out like I think that all the time. But I think it's I think it's all across the board, right? Because now you have Trump in it and you have white supremacists coming forward. You know, like now they coming out. Like we here now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're fed up. Like you guys had Barack. You had him in there for two terms. Like fuck that. It's our turn now. And now here's somebody who's giving them a voice, right? Who's sitting there saying, get this dude out of this out of this out of this convention. You know, uh, back in the days, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even survive here. Right. So, he, you know, he's co-signing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he even said that the, that you can hurt him. He'll pay the lawyer charges or something. Like, he's, he's promoting violence, shit. man. Yeah. But and then he, he went on Twitter and said that America is looking really weak right now and that oh, everyone's looking at our country as, like, we're not unified. And it's like, well, like, look what you just did, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you are... A big part of it, but oh, I will. The only thing I enjoy is 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 the way he tweets. That shit is fucking funny. Like when he's like crooked Hillary, or he makes fun of all these people, even though it's not the right thing to do. That shit is funny. He's the you king know? of slinging mud and talking shit. But Definitely. you got to think about it. When you really think about, it, you say, imagine this guy become president. Yeah. Like, like, like the way he he abused he abused somebody who had a, a an issue. One of the news reporters, I forgot, he had like a. a um, I think like a stuttering problem or a, yeah 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 yeah. He made fun yeah, of him. He made I mean, fun of him. Come on, made fun man. of him. He made fun trust, about his hand and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the worst possible option. Like from 1989 to now, he is a dick. He didn't have any compassion. Didn't have any care for children. Even after the fact, where they were proven innocent, no thing. I'm sorry. No type of care. Even still, like and now. He's supposed to be our president. Like, he's, like, it's just, like, I'm sad. Like, yeah, I don't want yeah. it. Please go out and vote if you can. If you're a felon, make sure your homies going to vote. Tell them to vote. Like, at the end of the day, numbers matter. We matter. And if you really want to prove that black lives matter, it's about the black vote and the black dollar. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. my son... Um, the activist. Yeah, I, definitely. You, you're cool with him? Yeah, great. Yo, I seen you put something up um, the other day, repost a video. Yo, that yeah. fucking video... Um, he got four parts to it. Yeah. Did you see the four parts? I, the one, uh, how many parts you put up? I put, only put one part. That one part you put up. Can, yeah. Do you remember some of what he was saying? Um, he, he basically was like that we can't stand for stupidity. Yeah. You know, um, and 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 I believe him on that. You know, I heard, I heard um, Herman Edwards, you know, say on, on ESPN that, you know, football players aren't role models. Right. And 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 he's and my song was responding to like the ASAP Rocky mm-hmm. right comment. And and what did what did ASAP Rocky <clears throat> say? Well, he basically said, you know, he's not, uh, he's well, not he's, affected he, by it because he's like living a better life. So yeah, yeah. he lives in Soho. So he's not like directly involved with what's going on. So he did get on there. He got on. He got on the radio and he said it was taken out of context. It was wrong. He's black. He got to live with that every day. And so, you know, my son basically was saying that, you know, at the end of the day, you are a role model. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and and I follow behind that because I said, when you are entertainers, whether sports figure, actor, whatever, you are a black business. Sure. And we support black businesses. So at the end of the day, your main revenue comes from us. The reason why you get these endorsement deals and you got the girl on your arm is because we put that money in your pocket. Sure, most right. And you owe, it's your duty when something happens to your people to say something. Sure. And if you don't say something, we, you, we don't deserve to vote. Giving your man Michael Jordan finally yeah, put some money thank into you. He, you know what he did? He, he did, and he did say something. But for some reason, I don't know why. I feel like he didn't like. I feel like he took way too long to come out. Well, well there's six, rumors. You know, billions of dollars later. Well, there's rumors that he is the type of person to move more behind the scenes, and this is just the first time that he's actually saying, "Okay, I'm doing this, doing that." But they're saying that he's been. Allegedly well, putting money into certain causes, but he just didn't want the attention or the public to know. Because, like, real G's move in silence. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I just hope that uh, he's not, you know, trying to do make some publicity because Adidas is on the rise right <laughs> Good now. Good night. And, 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 you know, really, you never know. Let's be publicity. Let's be real. Yo, you, know, you know, sometimes I feel like you ever look like, here, I'll give you an example. When Rich Homie Kwan um, fucked up. You know, Alamo, you know, uh, yeah, and all that, that right? That was horrible. Mm-hmm. When he, he posted something, like, you know, that he apologized. Did you read that? That well, don't like, sound like... apologizing to Brooklyn, no, no. to New York. It don't sound like he wrote that. It sounded like somebody was like, here, this is what it would sound Whoever good. wrote Melania Trump's speech wrote that, like... Well, that would be... Um, just gathered Michelle all the Obama. Well, let's be real. Rich homie Quan should never been calling Biggie anyway. At yeah, all. Where C's at? We were, yeah, you know exactly. Where's exactly. C's at, at we, the we, end of the day? We, 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 already, we already went through that the other episode, man, and, 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 and I'm still baffled. I can't forget that motherfucker. She should be suspended for the year, uh, you know, without pay. We'll get back to you. But, um, you know, and then at the end of the day, he says, yo, uh, listen, you know, I, I know Outcast, I know this. Okay, motherfucker, then don't do no fucking tribute. Yeah, go do Outcast yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, you know. Ain't no, Is what, that what he said, you know? Yeah, he said, he said he grew up on Outcast, he grew up on this. Okay, so then, like I said, don't do, nobody's saying, look, okay, you should, to me, in my mind, you should know Biggie because he's one of the, like, as we keep on growing and growing and getting older and older in hip-hop, Biggie's one of the fathers. Biggie's one of the one of the kings of, of Biggie hip-hop. was way ahead okay? of his time. He may be later on. He You know, he's not the beginning of the Grandmaster Kaz or the yeah. Melly Mel or, yeah. or, or the Karis One, but he's still that important of a figure. Right. Now, nobody's saying that everybody has to know. Yes, sir. Like, 18-year-old kid shouldn't. No, no, you don't have to know. But then don't go to a fucking, if it is a tribute, don't fucking uh, come here to do no, that no, shit. No, 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 no. You need to know. You need the to same know. way if You're you think you want to come here and you want to be a citizen of America, you got to know certain facts. If you want to be yeah. a part of hip-hop, you need, you to, need know. to know. That's no, part no, of I history. Know I know what you're saying. You need but to I, know. What I'm saying is this. Not everyone is going to say, like, some people say, like, look, I'm over here. I don't really pay. I never really listen to Biggie. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's cool. There's going to be people who never listen to Biggie. That, that, and they should happens. not do hip-hop. That's like a chef being like, I can't really boil an egg. Like, if you can't do the foundation, if you don't know the foundation, then you should not say that you take this seriously. Well, you ne- but you never met a guy That's like that a bitch can't that give you good sex. I can't do a perm. Bitch, if you can't get my edges to lay properly, then you can't do my week. You never met a guy that gives good sex, but he couldn't, when he went down on you, it was horrible. 
These two, no, that's not the, no, that can't Stop be the same. Stop lying. That can't be the same. I that don't know. That can't be the same. That can't be the same. That can't be the same. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't even know how. I, no, but he, you know, at the end of the day, he's, you know, if, if, if Outkast is who you grew up on, then you should know them word for word. Absolutely. Right? So, so you shouldn't be, you don't know Biggie, you shouldn't be performing Biggie. So listen, he, he could do an Outkast tribute. Then. And if you having sex, no, we going back to that. If you having sex and you not making sure that she's being pleased too, then you not really having sex. You all about yourself. If you only care about your career and was what music is in the now, but you don't care about the others, then it's not real. Back to your sex, done. Okay. That's take, not real. Don't take good direction. Thank you. Well, well, thank you for that sex tip of the week. <laughs> um, you know, listen, internet. Um, it, it's been a pleasure sitting here with Raymond it Santana. Um, since we had him on the last episode that we did I really always just I, it just opened my eyes to a lot of things man and I really just just from somebody who's been away really just to see someone come home and, 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 and see you you know vacated of everything man just makes me happy man it makes me happy to see just another person that's been away and really just turned you know never let it affect them you know uh, reinvented himself you know and I, I, I love seeing that man so listen make sure you support Park Madison NYC.com check out what they got going on Catch that book, the first first volume. That yeah, and check the documentary, the Central Park Five documentary. No, we got to we it. please read these children. At least get the book and look at the book in the mu- in the movie simultaneously, yeah, just to get some that. words into your brain. And yeah. and you know. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff in the book that isn't in the film. See, originally that film was four hours long, so they had to chop it down. Yeah. So that's why you, you need got to get two. them them good facts. There's pictures in it for some of you children, and we're gonna make sure that we are. Kiss your brain, okay? Give your mind some love. Don't just sit in front of the TV. Do the after. But, yes, get the book. And then when that secondary book comes out, make sure y'all support that as well. Yeah, just, just check Santana Raymond out. He's out on on Instagram, out on Twitter. Santana's so focused on you. Yeah. Holler at us. That's focused. That's another Harlem person. Harlem Santana. Another. Not Joel Santana. I'm the no, real Santana. That's another. That's my real name. Listen, <laughs> are you still buying Mr. Lean or Fabuloso now Who? that you got money? <laughs> Who? Mr. Lean. You don't know Mr. Lean? What's Mr. Lean? How you going to be Spanish and not know Mr. Cleaning. Lean? Nah, I don't buy that. Fabuloso? He getting nah. money, my nigga. Pine soul. <laughs> That was the purple, right? That's yeah, the purple, purple mm, liquid. Yeah, I'll buy that. Don't act like, don't act, see, don't, see, that's one thing. Don't ever forget where you come from. You understand? Um, when a lady comes to clean the house, I'll see if she got it. <laughs> <laughs> that, look at you, mogul talk. Hey, mogul talk, mogul, mogul talk. talk. Um, and, and anything you want to leave uh, the internet with? Or also, before even you say your, your last words, um, what about um, just. You're doing a lot of activism. You're out yeah. there, you know. I yeah. mean, just what's some of your, you know, thoughts of what's um, going on and, and your ending words? You no, know? you know, I'm still part of Justice League NYC. Okay. You know, that's that's my family, you know, big ups. Um, you know, the thing that I always say is that, first off, you know, you, people, the kids got to realize that it's real. That's number one. This stuff is really happening, and it's happening to us, and it's happening to us at a tremendous rate, right? And, um, and the second thing is that there's a battle. Mm-hmm. There's a battle out in, in this world, and the battle is to steal our youth. And, this, and the battle is to take our youth and have them occupy a jail cell before they occupy a college, mm-hmm. right? Because that feeds the system, right? You have these small uh, towns that are fighting, you know, to get these budgets to build these prisons so that they can house our people in them, right, and, and, and make money off of them. And so the battle is to steal our cream, which is the most important part, mm-hmm. right? And that's our youth. 
you know. Yeah. And and when you realize it's real, then you you know you you start to get with the program. Yeah. You know. Any 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 regrets like to you know like uh, I I just can't see how you've been so strong. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean you ever ever get depressed by what exactly has happened? You know uh, you know I mean I know money came, but money don't mean everything. Yeah, money don't mean. You anything. know I know you lost a lot, but I mean. Yeah. Have you have you ever been um, in moments where you know some dark holes or yeah you know I mean my mom's you know when she passed away from cancer she never got to see me exonerated yeah right she never got to see me have a daughter yeah right you know she never got to see me do some of the things that I do yeah you know moments that that will make her proud you know my biggest crowd I have ever had was five thousand people sit and stand be quiet when I come out there and speak yeah she never got to you know she never got to share that with me you know so that's that's one of the things you know. Well, it, 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 I'm sure there's many more, but you know what? I mean, there's a lot of life to live. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we got to be thankful for that. And I just say to myself, even though we don't have, like, full freedom in life, because people yeah. say, like, you're free, like, you're never really fully free. Never really free. But whatever freedom that we do have, like, I value that. And I know for sure yeah. that, like, you know, I just know that it's a better day today than it was yesterday. Definitely. And, uh, you know, honestly, Internet's, like I said, make sure you go and support Park Madison NYC and anything Santana Raymond is doing, um, mainly just because, it, it, you know, there's so many reasons why. But for me, it's like kind of like when you see people, you know, uh, in 1989 treated like it's 2016. And or then, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah m- most definitely. And then, you know, just being exonerated and, and still have to deal with the bullshit. You know, it's just... Um, I don't know. You just got to pray for someone's rise. And, you know, like Michelle Obama said, what she say? When they go low, we go high. We go Hello. high. You know, and, 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 and that's, how, that's how we need to be in life. So, you Definitely. know, let's pray for that. And, and listen, blessings to you. Always blessings to your family, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you stopped by, man. Kicked it with us. We were all, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> when you come here, we talk about real shit, but we also got to be funny about it, Definitely. too. So, you know, I really enjoyed that, you know, you stopped by. Miss Lisa, anything else? I like Malaysian hair, and he's not buying you that. You don't know. Maybe for Christmas. No, my birthday is August twenty second. Okay. So I mean, we'll just revisit that soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, everyone needs to be informed. Knowledge is power, and just know that change can come, but you have to hold yourself accountable. So, please reach out to this lovely guy. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring the people. Keep the activism going. Keep, you know, letting people know that, uh, you know. Why you just Grammy song me though? Like I was, I was going. No, no, no it's done. You weren't, you weren't going. You weren't going nowhere. But you know where we're going. I'm going somewhere. We going home. When you go low, I go high. Okay. I'm going to the tizzy dot to the top top. That, that, don't worry about. It. I'm gonna watch you be there. I'm gonna be happy. You gonna be right next to me. Okay, most definitely. But don't be disrespecting me. Don't, don't be. When you see me talking like E.F. Hutton, nigga, listen. P.F. P. Hutton? P.F. Cutton? Ain't it E.F. Hutton? This is like a white man that's coming out. I okay, know somebody's fu- name. It's E.F. Hutton. Internets. Raymond Santana. Yes. Appreciate you, brother. Oh, pleasure. Thank we'll you. We'll see you next me. episode. Cheer. Ow. <laughs>